Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the IDP Show. I'm your host, Josh Raymer, joined in the Soad Shack tonight by a room filled with heroes. On my right, Adam Markham. Across the table, Evan Ronda, Jake Colhagen. To my left, Bobby Reynolds and John Macri. Gentlemen, how are we this evening? Doing well, Josh. What a room we have assembled, Addy. It's electric. It is electric. Welcome in, everybody. Gentlemen. Welcome to the Soda Shack, Evan. Your second time here, Jake, John. You're joining us in person. We're probably about uh, what are we? Twenty picks in right now, Evan. Yeah, we just got the 18th pick. It okay, is relevant for our topic of discussion. Tonight, okay, so. well let's just jump right in with the 18th pick, Evan. Who sure. do we got? All right, with the 18th pick, the Detroit Lions select linebacker Jack Campbell. Wow. Let's go, boys! That is the landing spot we wanted. Bang, John. Give us your instant analysis here on Jack Campbell going to the Detroit Lions. I mean, this is the perfect time for us to jump in because it means the death of Alex Anzalone, which is <laughs> obviously <laughs> not the literal death we would want. <laughs> Just but, the yeah, fantasy death. The fantasy death of Alex Anzalone because the Lions obviously have been running this guy out there every single play for the last two years. Uh, I think now we could say that Jack Campbell has a chance to uh, usurp the Prince of Asgard and hopefully... Uh, be the LB1 for the Detroit Lions. I mean, this is ideal, Addy. You have the landing spot, the draft capital, mm. wheels all the way up for Jack Campbell landing in Detroit. This was the most athletic linebacker in the class. 998 RAS scores due to 6'4, 249 pounds, 46540, 6743 cone. Come on. This dude's going to like eat tackles. He's going to get 150 tackles easy. I mean, this this is this is the we talked about this in the uh, you put the poll out there. This was like the, the dream landing, the spot. dream landing spot. Nothing in the way except for the Prince of Asgard, yeah, and the Hard Knock Starling and Malcolm Rodriguez. Captain Jack lands in a primo spot. I thought maybe it would be second round. I thought so right. Too. Yeah. Um, I did not think we would get this sort of draft capital, Bobo. But you got to love Jack Campbell going 18th overall. To a primo linebacker needy team. They knew they needed help. Yes. That's what this boils down to. Yep. Don't wait, you know. And really, is there that much difference between this pick and the second round? Like, the talent's probably about the same. They just took Jameer Gibbs. They yeah. don't give a damn. Yeah. <laughs> what was up with the Gibbs pick? Well, we could segue back to that know. for just a second here. I don't know. It was a shame. They, uh, they've they been doing so well. It didn't seem like a need. They just brought in David Montgomery. You got DeAndre Swift, who I, surely he's going to be getting traded. Just, yeah, did not seem like a need. I lo- love Gibbs, though. We love Gibbs. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's a baller. Weird pick, though. But odd, you had other yeah. needs. So, but this yeah. this is amazing, right? I mean, so where are you? Where do we think Campbell goes in rookie drafts now, dude? I was just thinking that he's the he's the LB one. He's LB one. Mm-hmm. Um, is he worth a 
How quickly behind Will Anderson is he going to go? Is he going to go early second now, mid-second? When we talked with Sig about a possibility of Jack Campbell in the first. Could you go late first? I, I was looking back last year, and we actually had a draft where N'Kobe Dean went in the first yeah. in one of those leagues. That we did. That was probably the earliest N'Kobe Dean so. rookie draft pick yeah. uh, possibly in the entire country. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but It's going to happen. There's yeah. going to be leagues where he does go in the back of the first. I'd say most leagues he'll probably go in the, in the early second, but... Man, I mean, that seems like a, a can't-miss pick right there. really is. Jake, you've got multiple RSO leagues, r- multiple rookie drafts coming up. You're doing the rookie rankings for RSO this year. Where are you taking Jack Campbell? Well, I had Campbell as my number one linebacker coming in before all those pre-rankings. So, I mean, this only solidifies that for me. I'm, I'm with you. He's, he's early second for me um, in your standard 12 teams. I Yeah, I could see some people getting excited, maybe going – uh, as high as you know, late first, but I just, oh, I just, I really hope he fully supplants Anzalone from the from the jump. Like that, that's, that's the question, right? Is does he get the job, John? Is this guy ready to come in day one and supplant a guy that the Detroit Lions brought back? I think he is. I mean, we talked about this on the the linebacker preview pod with Kyle, and Kyle actually had Detroit as his landing oh, spot. Oh, beautiful for him job, too, right? Kyle. Um, yeah, and, you know. Coining him as the the lunch pill guy with the regular lays. Yes, and the, and the ham, ham sandwich, sandwich and the Mountain Dew. Yeah, shout out to That's Kyle. a great lunch. It is a great lunch. A plus <laughs> lunch choice right there. Yeah. So I mean, we don't know what Alex Anzalone is bringing to lunch, but it, I guarantee you, it's not in a, in a lunch pail. It's in some weird. Just a ass, bunch of gummy like, worms yeah, exactly. and like just uh, <laughs> like chocolate chip cookies, and hair ties, hair ties, and. <laughs> Hot dogs. I thought you were going with those Canadian gummy bears because I've had some Man, Macri bought us some snacks. You you done spoiled us bringing us down some of the uh, riches some, from Canada. Yeah, sticks. Yeah, some Hickory sticks. <laughs> all dressed so, chips. Yeah. yeah, all dressed chips. Uh, doing us real nice. Yeah. Yeah. Shout all right, we wife. got our, uh, our next yeah. pickup, by the way. Okay, we got pick 19. Evan, what we got? With the 19th pick, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers select defensive tackle. Kalijah Kansi. Wow. Okay. Nice. Hmm. So this was probably the number two tackle on the board behind Jalen Carter, who we'll get to here in just a little bit. But uh, Kansi, this is the guy from Pitt. Unfairly, I think, getting the Aaron Donald comparisons just because of the college. Um, but Babo, I think uh, I was. There was some a little bit of smoke that you could have seen this team go quarterback, mm-hmm. right? So. You drop a rookie quarterback onto this team, but clearly they saw defensive tackle as a position of need, and can't uh, the next guy up. Yeah, I guess. So what do we think? You know, Evan and me were talking a little bit earlier, too. I guess um, Akeem Hicks is still in uh, Tampa Bay. Is he there or not? No. No, no he's gone. He signed up okay. last year. But yeah. yeah. Vita Vea, Logan Hall. It's okay. I mean, it's a fine pick. Yeah, Vita Vea and Logan Hall. That's right. It's a better pick than, like, Will Levis. I don't really know that you needed a – Jackson Smith and Jigba right here. Um, it's fine. I don't hate it. I don't love it. It's a he'll get drafted now. I mean, I think in a rookie IDP, probably talking fourth rounder, start paying attention to him. Maybe a fifth rounder. Adam didn't like my fourth rounder. He thought that was too high. I would prefer to go somewhere else. I kind of yeah. was in on Logan Hall a little bit this year. Sure. Vita Vita ain't going nowhere. We know that's Johnny the Greek's favorite best ball target yep. late in these drafts. So yep. that's a blow for Johnny the Greek. But Mr. I, do, Greek. I do like Hansi, right? I mean, he was 9 six score. I think the concern with him is he's a little undersized, right? He's 281 pounds, six one. But, I mean, he's clearly someone that can get, off the, get after the passer and, and maybe, you know, be like a six to eight sack type of guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Isn't this what he needed though? That kind of landing spot to play alongside of someone like a Vita Vea, someone that can actually play in that. More yeah, that's you got to wonder how much spot. how much is this guy going to play? I feel like he's going to get. They're going to they're going to favor him probably more than uh, Logan Hall. I don't think it's good for Logan Hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you were optimistic about Logan Hall, this isn't great. But but yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, you know, you never know what type of rotation they could do. I mean, we see like defensive tackles get you know. Like like Philadelphia, like they rotate those guys like between like forty to sixty percent. All these guys could get that same type of playing time now. That's true. So let's kind of circle back here while we are waiting on the next pick to be announced. Of course, since we came on air, eighteen Jack Campbell, nineteen Kalijah Cansey, uh, to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Seahawks are on the clock right now, but let's circle back for a second, Jake. And uh, touch on what your Houston Texans did at the top of the draft. As expected, Bryce Young goes number one overall to the Carolina Panthers. Then the Texans, surprise, at least what the popular consensus seemed to be, go quarterback C.J. Stroud at two, and then the trade that sent shockwaves through everyone except for Daniel Jeremiah, who called this in his last mock draft. The Texans trade back into three and take Will Anderson. So, sir, as a Texans fan, how are you feeling about your team's draft haul so far? Uh, you know, they, they definitely overpaid on paper to come back up, but they went and they got the guy that they believe in. They got a guy who looks like, a solid, you know, blue chip foundational piece for that team for years to come. They got the coaching staff in place that, you know, they gave D'Amico Ryans, I think was already a six-year contract to start with. Um, they're, they're setting up the foundations to try and rebuild this the right way. Uh, well, well, is it the right picks? We won't know for a couple of years yet, but as far as the, the mentality of what they're trying to do, I'm, I'm on board with it fully. So let's go. John, uh, Sig said something interesting, which was that he wasn't crazy about Houston or Arizona as a landing spot for Will Anderson. And he said, I think he's landing spot proof. I think wherever he goes, he's immediately rocketing up your edge rankings for Dynasty. Where do you come down on that with the with the Houston Texans being the landing spot? Yeah, I, I agree with Adam. I think just being a landing spot proof uh, edge prospect for for Will Anderson, everything that, that he's shown at Alabama is shows that he's an elite prospect. He he has the pass rush win rate. He has the pass rush grade. He has all the athleticism, the size, everything that you would want in an edge rusher. Uh, Will Anderson has it. I think he comes right in. Um, D'Amico Ryan's system. He'll be he'll be a nice fit in, inside of there. And man, as far as guys that are going to be productive on the defensive line as rookies, I, I mean, it's going to be hard pressed for anybody to be better than Anderson, assuming health. So um, yeah, I, I love it. I think it's a great pick by the Texans and. Very high on him for IDP as well. They're going to get a ton of snaps too. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, there's some other guys there that are like fun, late dart throws in best ball with Jonathan Greenard, Mm -hmm. Jerry Hughes. But, I mean, Will Anderson is like an Aiden Hutchinson type of rocket to the top of the rotation in terms of your edge rushers, I think. Yeah. There's a lot of little solid IDP pieces there now, you know? You got Denzel Perriman, who I'm very high on, Jalen Petre. So yeah, they're starting to build that defense. Will Anderson is a um, is a great pick. I mean, that's 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 the type of pick that sets up your defense for mm-hmm. a decade. You know, yeah. And you trade it back up to get this guy and yeah. paid a lot. So I think Will Anderson is going to have every opportunity to succeed there in Houston. I love the pick, Jake. I'm excited for you. You got the guy I was hoping to get. C.J. Stroud goes it too. So 
good job by the Texans. Uh, hate to have to play him now twice a year, but Colts go Anthony Richardson. I think Evan actually filmed my reaction. That was fun. That was the guy I wanted. I wanted the high upside guy. I think this dude's 20 years old, all the tools in the world. He's got the right coach, someone that turned Jalen Hurts into, up until today, the richest quarterback contract in history. So we'll see. I think... Um, I think Richardson is going to play right away this whole well, let him just sit behind Gardner Mint now. Let's just roll him out there and see what happens and uh, let the kid play and get better. If we go 5-12, and 12, that's fine. We're not going to win the Super Bowl this year anyways. This is about the future, and I'm excited about the future. Let's talk about the next IDP-relevant piece, though, gentlemen. Devon Witherspoon goes at 5 to the Seahawks. Paris Johnson Jr. Cardinals trade back in to 6 to pick Paris Johnson Jr. And then at number 7... Evan, I'll cue you up on this one, sir. Tyree Wilson goes to the Las Vegas Raiders. Wilson was getting mocked a lot at number two to the Houston Texans. They go Stroud and then Anderson. So Wilson falls, quote-unquote, down to seven in Los Angeles, joins Max Crosby, Chandler Jones. We saw the graphic on the NFL Network broadcast saying, this dude reminds us a lot of Chandler Jones. Uh, so it's kind of interesting we see him land in Las Vegas. Yeah, it is interesting, and they, they talked about it on the on the stream as well. They were talking about how he's kind of like this year's Trayvon Walker, a lot like Jake and I were discussing this past week on the IDP After Show podcast. He's more of a developmental prospect as far as his raw tools and athleticism, not to say that he's not going to be somebody that can be productive day one, but he's not necessarily somebody that's walking in day one as a highly refined prospect. So it's going to be really interesting to see what the Raiders can do with his particular skill set. And he seems like the kind of an asset that can accrue value year over year. And so we can kind of approach him in the same way that we approached Trayvon Walker last season with a long-term perspective on his eventual growth. Yeah, Macri, what do you make of this comparison? Because there was a lot of flack that the Jaguars caught for taking Trayvon Walker, number one, overall last season because of the outrageous athleticism and the perceived high upside. I don't know. Is, is this a fair comparison for Tyree Wilson? I think it's close. I mean, you, you look at the, yeah, they, this, the supposed athleticism, maybe we see it on the field. He didn't test obviously um, at the combine, but everything that you wanted in Trayvon Walker, you also kind of want for, from Tyree Wilson, you're, you're wanting that development. You want that athleticism to catch up to, you know, or that his, pass rush skills to catch up to his, his, his athleticism basically. Right. So, you know, he didn't show the repertoire that some of the other pass rushers did in college, but I mean, the power, the length, the size, everything like that is just unreal. And that's, that's kind of what you're betting on. So taking him at seven, I think is, is a nice spot. I, I mean, first overall is, is definitely a bit of a risk um, like with Trayvon Walker, because you're going to see, you're not going to see immediate results. I don't know that you'll see immediate results with Tyree Wilson either, although he did, you know, show a little bit more than Trayvon Walker did uh, in his final year at college. So, yeah, it, it, it's a nice spot. I mean, again, the play for IDP, at least in year one for these guys, is might be to wait. And then, you know, you could buy them in Dynasty after their second year. Like Trayvon Walker, the same thing, buying these yep. guys a little bit after they've been in the league for a bit, when they're about to hit their stride right before they do. So, um, I think that might be the play with Tyree Wilson as well. And that's a great situation for Tyree Wilson, man. Yes. Getting to be alongside Max Crosby. 
and Chandler know? Jones. I and mean, Chandler even, Jones, even the corpse of Chandler Jones can teach this uh, yeah. teach this young kid. But yeah, I mean, there was no reason for them not to make that move, even though Chandler Jones is there. I mean, Chandler Jones is like what 30, 31 at this point. So I mean, feels like he's about forty one after the season that we got <laughs> last year. Yeah, he he played like that. Oh, Chandler sure. got paid and just said, "I think I'm good." He did do the uh, thing where he smashed Mac Jones in the turf. That, that was, was sick. That was like that the, kind of redeemed maybe the, whole the coolest defensive moment of the yeah. year. I think that was so, it. That counts for a lot. That counts for a lot. That helped redeem the season. Evan, what do we got? Do we got another pick? Yeah. So with the 20th pick, Gosh. the Seattle Seahawks select wide receiver Jackson Smith and Jigba. Wow. Okay. That's um, that's kind of gross, Bob. boys. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. So two of the highly touted rookies, Bobo. Uh, I mean, and I don't, you're not a big fan of the Atlanta Bijan Robinson landing spot. I think around this table, we're a little higher on that, but uh Man, Gibbs landing in Detroit with David Montgomery and DeAndre Swift, and now Jackson Smith and Jigba landing with Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Uh, not great, Bob. You know, Will Anderson at 102 is not looking so bad at this point. <laughs> That's true. Um, Jack Campbell, Not great, Bob. There we go. Not great, Bob. Thank you, Josh. You're welcome, Bob. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Bichon's fine. I I'm probably just overanalyzing that a little bit. But, yeah, JSN behind, behind DK Probably beside DK. Now this probably fades Lockett a bit. I mean, Lockett is 30 years old. Um, yeah, is this the Lockett replacement, probably, we think? Probably, probably. Um, yeah. That's pretty fun for Geno. I mean, if you got some Geno and Superflex yeah. locked and loaded for this year. Um, but, yeah, going back to the Gibbs thing, that's weird. I keep thinking that maybe we're going to see, like, a Lions trade where DeAndre Swift is going to the Chargers. We I told, to. told Macri about that one earlier. They're going to trade Austin Eckler little, to Detroit. Little there you go. Yeah, <laughs> Let's get all the running backs uh, on the Detroit Lions. Um, but that's gross, though. Overall, that's not great for Jesse in year one. They could use a slot Seattle, too, right? Like yeah. Lockett and Metcalf playing on the outside. Yeah. And then JSN. In JSN the in the slot. Yeah, you're that's right. That's nice. They haven't had any, you know, Dwayne Eskridge. Um, I can't remember who else they've had here in Kate recent Johnson. years. Johnson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bad. Yeah. So, um, Terry. We don't need to talk about him. what is a uh, who? <laughs> Did you guys remember Tamori and Terry or whatever his name was? Oh yeah, yeah. that was a bad joke, Evan. You know. Yeah. It. <laughs> Sorry about that. Sorry about that. So they're gonna let Gino cook, is what what you're trying to say, Josh? I think so. I think this is a sign they want to let cook. Gino cook. Yeah. He did cook. He, he did yes. over like 4K and like. Yes. I mean, he was solid last year. Got the bag. Good for Gino. Yeah. Let's. You gonna, uh, you gonna be on the like a a game next year? Are you gonna be on like a? Well, I guess 4K is basketball. I'm 4K. That's the TV quality. <laughs> no, no. Body. Isn't NBA there like 4K? a? What am I trying to think of? 2K. 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 Sorry. We're in the year 4,000. We're dads. We're dads. My apologies. People, if you know, if first time joining us. <laughs> How do you a do, fellow dads. kids? <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's talk about the next. Uh, we mentioned B. John Robinson at eight to the Falcons. Next up, IDP wise, was Philadelphia Eagles dropping into nine to swoop up Jalen Carter. This was rumored. If they were hot in the pants for trading up to grab either Will Anderson or Jalen Carter. So the uh, Texans beat him to the punch on Anderson, but they managed to swoop in and get Jalen Carter. Addy, I know you weren't uh, super excited about this one, were you? Well, just because of what it means for Milt Williams, yeah, someone that we were really excited about. A we bummer. Took uh, probably way too much in the best balls. I know Bobby definitely did. <laughs> Um, Thank but you, Adam. Again, they Bobby do. Definitely, <laughs> Bobby immediately getting thrown under the bus. Boom, boom. Yeah, They Back definitely, but like I mentioned earlier, they definitely are one of those teams that rotates those defensive tackles. Like yeah. all those guys will get get some playing time. Uh, I'd imagine that Carter 
is the most relevant of the bunch as far as IDP wise goes. I mean, I think Carter is like legit good. Like that dude moves very, very well for being 300 plus pounds, you know, mm-hmm. not like Jalen, uh, not like, um, Jordan Davis, who's next to him. He was 340 pounds. And like, he's just like a run stuffer type. Um, Jalen Carter has pass rushing ability and yeah, I think we could see like him flirt with like, you know, uh, eight to 10 sack season potentially. But like Macri said, Howie does it again, you know? Yeah. The rich get richer. Yeah. Super bowl. Here we come. That defensive line is disgusting. Yes. Yeah. Even losing Hargrave. I mean, is this yeah. the Hargrave replacement yeah. pretty much walking yeah. right in? Pretty much, yeah. Dang. So if that's uh, if we're getting the no, next generation, Javon Hargrave. We wish um, you well, Javon. Yeah, go get your uh, what was it, seventy-two million dollar contract or whatever with the uh, that's Niners. Also, side note, that is so sick, Javon yeah. Hargrave in San Fran. Yeah, mm-hmm. we gotta love that. It's a win-win because yeah. uh, now we get two relevant D tackles. So let's talk about sure. rookie drafts. <laughs> um, well, now we get Javon relevant in San Fran. Just and continue on, Josh. Jalen Carter relevant in Philly. <laughs> Bobo. <clears throat> they still have Jordan Davis, too, which is kind of funny. Fletcher yeah. Cox going to stay there just forever. He's back, yeah. yeah. I think he'll just retire there. Yeah. They brought in, like, Kentavious Street. Um, Marvin Wilson, uh, the Florida State. I'm not that Marvin Wilson's anything, but that's somebody that was supposed to be a good prospect at one point. That's um, their five and six. Yeah. Dude, I love it. Two. I love it still for the edges, too. If you think about for Josh Sweat and for Reddick, I mean. Oh, God. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you can still feel pretty confident about Hassan Reddick, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And maybe it continues to help N'Kobe Dean, you know? I mean, he's probably going to be their, you know, linebacker that starts the season, and now he gets to play behind that defensive line. We'll see. Well, they, they're going to have some yeah, picks sure. coming up, and they could draft a linebacker. If they draft a linebacker, I'd be very scared. Evan's about to drop it. Did they just draft a linebacker, Evan? No, no, not not yet. <laughs> Nothing yet. I, actually, I I will I will butt in real quick though yes. before we get this next pick. So the team technically on the clock right now is the Miami Dolphins, mm. who forfeited their pick, which means I think it's time to reveal today's oh, jersey. What do we got? Cameras over there. Yeah, cameras. Yeah, I'm scared. Play, play the camera. I'm scared, Evan. Dan the Tua jersey coming out. Wow. Tua Participating nice. Miami that. Dolphins. I will also say I'm wearing this in solidarity solidarity with our John Macri as he also does not get to participate in day one of the NFL draft. Well, oh. Macri is no longer a Browns fan. I'm not, yeah. Oh, no longer a Browns yeah. fan. So he yeah. is freed from Retired. any kind of uh, yeah. fandom. Okay. How does that feel, John? Just to it be good. That'd you know, be a free I can agent. Really, just focus on my fantasy players and yep. <laughs> they're your family <laughs> now. Shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I invest way you too much in hockey already. Canada fan, needs so. a team. Let's get a team up there. And now we Who do have a pick. So my stalling yeah. has okay. lasted long enough for the Chargers. Hit us with it, two and on. With <laughs> the 21st pick. Jordan Addison. <laughs> to draft wide receiver. Same flowers. Quentin Johnston. Wow. wow. Dang. Wow, wow, Number wow. two receiver. That. That's a perfect spot. They love big boys, don't they? There you go. Yes, sir. Mike Williams. Very. That's QJ. just like Mike Williams. Yep. Keenan. Not as good as, obviously, uh, going up and getting the ball as Mike Williams. Mike Williams is one of the best at that. He's so. also great at falling. That's true. To he the goes ground. up well. Yeah. Yes. Getting hurt. Falling like he's coming off the top <laughs> yes. of a building. Yeah. He doesn't know how to fall. Yeah. 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 you got to work on falling. So that's a great spot. I want to jump back to does does Quinn Johnson uh, pretend, potentially he will jump up over Jay Bobby. That was the guy I was talking. We were talking yeah. about your mock, and I said, Justin "Are we just well?" No, I said, "Herbert." Now I said, "Are we just overthinking Quinn Johnston?" 
are we going to look back on this and be like, boy, we were really wrapping ourselves around the well, axle, talking ourselves off of QJ? Your methodology was that QJ has shown some signs of brilliance, and maybe that's all that he needs to have done. Because, again, now you're going to put him with a top five quarterback in the NFL. Don't worry about Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. They're going to be gone here soon. They may be there for 2023, but their their time's coming. Keenan's getting older. Mike Williams can't stay healthy. Um, I think it's I think it's a solid pick. The more I think about it, because they keep drafting these Jalen Guytons, these young like speedy type guys, and, and they're clearly not working out. Um, to answer the question in a roundabout way, yes, I mean you could clearly see. I don't think he'll probably maybe he jumps Gibbs now. You yeah, know? Maybe, maybe the top three is. Um... I mean, would you put him at two behind Bijan? Nah, probably not. Still that take high. JSN. I still love the talent of JSN, um, but the situation could be year, weird for a year. But it's going to be the same. Better honestly. quarterback is uh, QJ. It's definitely going to be hard, hard to beat this landing spot. This is going to be one of the better landing spots. So I mean, this is honestly, he has an alpha profile, which, which which is not like a lot of receivers in this draft. There's a lot of just yep. small receivers in this draft. So, you know, I like a lot of these receivers, but again, Johnston has the highest ceiling. I think. He also has a pretty. He also has a low floor. Low floor. Yep. Yeah, that is true. He could bust. So I want to go back to Jalen Carter for just a second, Jake. Where are you thinking that you would be willing to take Jalen Carter in a rookie draft? We were having this conversation earlier once the pick was announced. So I'm curious now, with a little bit of time to think on it. Jake has a Justin Jefferson jersey on. That's right. It looks very drippy. So what do we think about Jalen Carter in rookie drafts? If you're interested, Jake, where are you taking this guy? So, I mean, he's, he's clearly the number one defensive tackle, especially with that location. I mean, you look at what that entire defensive line was able to do for itself, working together in those, even in those rotations. I mean, they were super efficient. Um, everyone was basically like, you know, points for <laughs> points for snap, uh, you know, and, and getting up in some of those high numbers. And now he, he steps into that and that rotation is going to be crazy. All that to say he's number one D tackle off the board in rookie draft and IDP. Um, He's probably going to go as high as mid-third, I'm guessing. Um, probably going to maybe be more in that 3-4 turn range. Uh, I could see that. Range. Um, I've, I've got I got four third-round picks. I have no defensive tackles. So I think it will depend from one team to the next, right? Yep. But I'm sitting there with like 302, 303, and I think 311 and 312. So I don't know that I'm wanting to risk it to take Jalen Carter at the he, end of the third. He won't be there. So I'm thinking I got to probably fork over one of those early thirds exactly to get this guy 301, 302 area. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, if you think about it, right? Like, like you talked about, Jordan Davis is still there, right? He's going to eat up so much on that nose tackle position for sure. And now you're you're saying, look at a guy like Jalen Carter, what he did, and you're going to give him one-on-one matchups consistently. I I just don't know how. Hey, this guy's good. I just don't know how he doesn't hey, deliver. This guy's IDP good. Where we get this guy on. from? Where's this guy? Where'd from? this guy come from? Hey, Bobby? This guy's good here. I'm just riding on Macri's coattails. It's been fun. <laughs> this guy's I, good I too. We're all coasting on Macri hey, fumes. And they're right all now. taller than you think. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They show up, and I'm like, ah, oh, right. I'm the short guy in the group. Apparently, I do so. love the Tua jersey. The, the Tua jersey going looks on? good. I don't know that I've it's seen a good a, color. I haven't seen a Dolphins jersey. It looks really good in person in a while. That's literally the only reason I bought this jersey. Yeah, it is a nice jersey. What if he retires? We're going to hang it up in here? Yeah, yeah sure. probably. Can, can hang in the rafters. rafters. We got rafters. We can hang it from the rafters. I what? am worried about Tua. What is the hex color of this jersey, though? Since yes. I know you updated all the Google Docs. Evan, give us the color. hex code of the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> so, so, you guys, on the IDP show draft kit, we have, we have these ADPs. And uh, yes. these ADPs have these Ooh. team icons right next to them. 
and and I set the colors for all the team icons. I like Googled all the hex colors for all the the different teams. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what that means. I, I have no idea. I, I don't have them memorized, but uh, it's whatever beautiful. it's called, it's, it's a called gorgeous like, spreadsheet. I, I got to remember what the name of that color is. I'll have to look it up. It's like ocean blue or something. Ooh. Or teal or whatever. Say it again. We'll drop in the comments. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll drop <laughs> the Sound off in the code. comments. What color is the blue in the Miami Sound Dolphins off if you uniform? like hex codes shout in the comments. To, shout out to Evan for the uh, Shaq Leonard jersey on the wall, too. That's right. Yes, sir, that's when everything started going real bad, though. I know. <laughs> he signed it, Darius. Put two in there. Put two yeah. in there. to get Take off your jersey. <laughs> yeah, we should mention, of course, uh, Addy's rocking the, uh, you could see it in the camera. It's the IDP show sweatshirt. Stand it's a one-of-a-kind item right there. It it's a good one of one. Yeah, and I'm beautiful. pissed about it too. Yeah, John's no. rocking. Yeah, no. uh, the person knowing the guy that did him for us. Yeah, it's I'm he's rocking a Canadian yeah. hockey. What do we got here, John? What are we What are we wearing? So yeah, this is a Team Canada uh, World mm-hmm. Hockey Team. <laughs> wow, Canada. that is about as Canadian From, as yeah, you can be. 2006 Yzerman uh, jersey. There you go. Love we it. thought it was Yzerman. John just brought only hockey jerseys. That's all he's got. <laughs> yep, that's my entire wardrobe. <laughs> that's all he wears. It's gonna be 85 degrees here tomorrow. How he's not working for people. PFF hockey, I don't know. Uh, of course, Bobo's rocking the old school Big Three IDP podcast sweatshirt. TBT. It's, all, it's one of the That's few right. that didn't get uh, trashed in the washing machine. There we go. Love you guys. And then, uh, so we mentioned Jake is wearing the uh, Justin Jefferson t-shirt jersey. Hey, your favorite and player? I, for fantasy, he's my second favorite. Behind? Jamar Chase is better. Right? Behind CJ Stroud. Jamar Chase. Right. Will wow. Wow. Sorry, Josh. And I was going to say, and I'm rocking the only linebacker that should be going in the first round tonight, Bobby Boucher, who was the hero of the Bourbon Bowl for the Mud Dogs. So that's a great movie. You want to watch it? Let's watch it. Let's put it on. on. We'll see you guys later. We're going to go watch Waterboy. Uh, Evan, do we have any other picks at this point? Are we still waiting on on number 23? Let's talk about the one reach, maybe, the Will McDonald. Yeah, what about that? Let's talk about it. Jets at 15. Go with Will McDonald the fourth. John, give us the lowdown on Will McDonald uh, uh, because the consensus around the room seemed to be, eh, that's a little bit of a reach there. Yeah, I think the only thing, I mean, he's a good pass rusher, really good pass rusher. The only thing is he's really undersized, right? He's one of the smaller edge guys in this draft um, to the point where maybe he even plays off ball. He's that small. Wow. Okay. Um, I, I think you can use him, but as a pass rush specialist, most likely he wasn't a strong run defender in college. Um, and again, just being that sized, I mean, he's going to get moved off the ball pretty easily. And he did even in college. So facing NFL linemen at, at the next level, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be tough for him to be used on early downs. So I'm a little bit skeptical about his IDP value other than maybe best balls or, you know, big play upside type situation, but a very low floor, I would think. Mm. Yeah, and I agree with you totally. The The big thing, like he could find ways to win and run defense at times, it seemed like, mm-hmm. but it was always with speed, right? Yeah. And when and when you're playing against these elite tackles at the at the NFL level, like you're saying, that's not a way you're going to win consistently and, and not be able to deliver consistently either. So, right. Yeah, just kind of a weird pick. I mean, especially with them taking Jermaine Johnson last, last yeah. year. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I do like Will McDonald. He's one of the older edge prospects in the class, but I mean, nine six six RAS score. The dude's six three two thirty nine, thirty five inch arms. I mean, um, 
solid, but just weird. I mean, I just, I just feel like that doesn't seem like a position of need for this team. It doesn't yeah. seem like best player available either. Right. I would have rather than go with one of those receivers. Yeah. There, you know? JSN just there would have been nice. There with Rodgers, right? Just traded for Aaron Rodgers. Get this guy some weapons. Because I mean, they have Bryce Hall too. They just put a second round tender on Bryce Hall. Michael Clemens is a guy that's interesting. Like they have a lot of these interesting pieces there. I mean, mm-hmm. I just this was just. Uh, I, I I do like Will McDonald. Just, there were some other guys, you know. Going ahead of what Nolan Smith, Miles Murphy, yeah, kind of surprising. I kind of would have liked Lucas Van Ness there, right? Yeah, well, he solid. Was, he was already he, off the he board. Was he gone? Yeah. yeah, let's talk yeah, about. Well, you know, still still trade it up, still, still though. Should've should've been been up, yeah. <laughs> so, it's your fault, Salah. All right, all right. We got we got our next pick. Here. All right, Evan. What do we got? The Ravens. Now that they have signed they Lamar, Lamar Jackson, they signed Will Levis. They are getting him another weapon in wide receiver Zay Flowers. Oh, boo! <laughs> and I'll also add the next team on the clock is Bateman the here. Vikings, and okay. I feel like it's almost a lock to say that they're getting Jordan Addison here. But we'll see how it looks in a couple Ooh, minutes. Baby, that'd be, be nice. kind of nice. T. Nice. Bateman, T. Bateman, how do y'all feel about that? I mean, that's not great. <laughs> Hey, not great, man. Not great for Nelson Aguilar. I'll say that. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> or Odell Beckham. Oh, I mean, gosh. it's, Odell, a, it's a fun offense. I mean, yeah. but they're trying. Is Lamar going to pass for more than four thousand yards? They do have a it. new mm-hmm. offensive coordinator. I think that's important to yeah. point out. Todd Monken is in in in. I mean, he was with some of those Bucks offenses, wasn't he? Am I making this up here? I thought yeah, Monken a few years back. Yeah, before he went to Georgia. Yeah, because he was with Georgia, and I think he was with the Bucks before that. I know Evan Silva was a big fan. I think that was when was he the offensive Gosh. coordinator when they were letting Jameis just throw it all over the yard and join the thirty thirty club, thirty touchdowns, thirty interceptions. <laughs> yeah. Anyone else remember that? That was fun. That was that a good was, year. I think a that was year. Todd Monken as the offensive coordinator. Mike Evans, like what a whirlwind those like two years were. We went from Jameis <laughs> to like Tom Brady. Yeah. Like, Wow. Where am I? <laughs> and now to Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trump. Exactly. It's it's peaks and valleys yeah. for these uh, right. Bucks got, wide receivers. You gotta stay humble, guys. You absolutely do. Gosh, man, yeah. that is so gross. Yeah. What yeah. does that do now for him? And as long as like uh, Mark an, Andrews there too. Right. right. It's like not it's another just, it's, likely, it's a lot of John, those guys yeah, that yeah, run like good intermediate routes, right? You know, like mm-hmm. that's what Beckham's good at. That's what Bateman's good at. That's yeah. kind of what it seems like Zay Flowers is gonna have to do since of, of his size, you know, Mark Andrews like I don't know who's gonna. Also, my boy Devin Duvernay. Duvernay's still there. Still holding that stock. Don't forget about. No, I don't have him. Double Andy D. <laughs> double. Don't forget the about double D. D. Yeah. Divine Diablo. Not right. Divine Diablo. And Never forget about Diablo. Gosh, that Divine sucks. Diablo. That sucks. All right, so let's jump back to Lucas so, Van Ness. Johnston is gonna be the 102 behind Bijan. Shoot, I mean, I hope he's available for me there at 103. No, no, no I'm taking JSN still. Still gonna take JSN. But then there's gonna be some questions. Talent-wise, I'm probably still going to bank on Gibbs. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, you gotta you got to hope that the quarterback this situation... feels just like a DeAndre Swift situation all over again with Gibbs. You just got to bank on the talent. The talent's going to win out. Well, new new staff there now, yeah. though, I feel like. Oh, my God. I will also I don't know, in. man. The, the fact that he was a running back taken in the first round is a massive credit to his predictable outcome. Mm-hmm. Being a first-round pick as a running back is a massive boost to your just projectable future value. Top 15 S- running Swift back. hasn't been able to stay healthy. Tell yet. that to Trent yeah, Richardson. It's his own, it's own fault. Mm-hmm. 
I think he was a first round. That pick, was a great deal. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Okay, like number four. Okay, thank you. I thought I nailed that. But he I'm, did for the, for the JSN thing. I mean, could you imagine if he was on a team that had like two NFL wide receiver level players with him mm -hmm. and an NFL level quarterback, and he still managed to put up like mm -hmm. seventeen hundred yards and mm -hmm. a bunch of touchdowns? Could that translate to the NFL? Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a stretch. I don't really see the situations being, yeah, I mean, that's similar. Um, yeah, boy, some murky. We knew there'd be some murky I, landing spots, Bobo. I agree with you, Evan. I think it's still, at, as of right now, Bijan 101, JSN 102, I'm going Gibbs 103, and then I'll go QJ 104 now, unless they take Jordan Addison then at that point. Addison is going to be rising. Yes, he is. Oh, yeah, QJ yes, he will is. be high. He'll be taking over Gibbs in a lot of spaces. I'd say so. Well, and then you got like what happens if a Charbonnet lands in Miami yeah. or Philly or you know there's there's landing spots for oh, some yeah. of these other running backs too, right? Yeah. So Chiefs take a running back, still, yeah. Bills take a running back. Bills, yeah. That's true. Yeah, we're getting down to some interesting teams here because these are the Super Bowl contenders. So it's like high-powered offenses: Bengals, Bills, Chiefs, Eagles. Rams. So yeah, <laughs> don't try to sneak that in there. <laughs> Hey, we won a Super Bowl two years ago. <laughs> How dare you? When's the last time anyone won a Super Bowl? Uh, not that exactly. Long ago. Yeah, it was a pretty recently. It was long I mean, that was alive. Like yeah, uh, twenty what thirteen, fourteen, something like that. Don't act like actually twenty oh seven. It was okay. two thousand seven. Time is not a thing <laughs> for me anymore. <laughs> Time is not a thing for me anymore. The thirty five year old dad said. All right, let's talk about the other pick there. Lucas Van Ness uh, lands with the Green Bay Packers. The defensive. In prospect out of Iowa. This is, John, one of the most interesting players in the draft to me because the dude wasn't even a starter for Iowa, and now we see him going as a 13th overall pick. So, Reach, does this feel appropriate? Do we like him landing in Green Bay with Rashawn Gary nursing that, you know, rehab? What's uh, what's your thoughts here? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like Green Bay was probably always going to go edge. It just depended on what their flavor was. And with Lucas Van Ness, it's absolutely, it's power. It's very similar to a Tyree Wilson too, right? Like he's not refined. He doesn't, he's not a bendy edge rusher. You could very much see him be kind of one of those pocket collapser kind of disruptor type guys um, that, you know, very similar to maybe like a George Karloftis uh, as a rookie, right? We, we kind of saw Karloftis get a lot of snaps, get a lot of opportunity and be a good player. It didn't always translate to IDP. Again, I, I, I might see Lucas Van Ness in a very similar uh, kind of mold, um, at least to start his career. In playing behind Preston Smith, yeah, Rashawn Gary obviously coming off the ACL, but if Rashawn Gary's healthy, I mean, he's an absolute animal. He's, he's, he's still a top-tier edge rusher. Preston Smith is the question mark. He's the one getting older. So, yeah, it's, it's a good fit. Another one of Kyle B's uh, lunch pail guys, Lucas Van Ness. Love it. Uh, yeah. So. He's Iowa, right? I mean, yeah. these yeah. Iowa boys are just yeah. uh, I like it. potato chips. I like it. That's a that's a really good defensive line, you know. Assuming you get Rashawn Gary back to full health, but I mean, uh, you know, Devonte Wyatt's Devontae there. Wyatt's could, there. That's we'll right. See what he is his second year. Kenny Clark's still there. Still one of the better interior defensive linemen in the league. Um, yeah, man. Preston Smith still can bring it. He he had what like almost like I think nine sacks yeah. last year, something like that. So. Yeah, that's a that's a really good situation for someone that may not be ready right away. You know, this is a guy that really wasn't like a full time player in college. So yeah, I mean, you you might want to be patient, but yeah, I think this would be like a really sneaky like fourth or fifth round pick for for you in your IDP drafts. Agreed. Do you think that he 
would he, would he have to take a higher pick than a fourth-round pick to get him? I mean, are you going to have to take a third-round pick for, for this guy? I mean, I think it depends on how the offense shakes out. I think yeah. just in a vacuum. So far, we're trending to where the offense is uh, kind of looking stinky. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. a little stink-stink. So I think he could be pushed up into the third as a result. Yeah, like a late third pick maybe. Yeah. And I but, think people look at landings or look at draft capital at least, and mm-hmm. they'll say, you know, that might not be as familiar with the class. And they'll yeah, say, true. oh, 14th overall or whatever it was, and then, you know. Look that, at, that'll push them up by itself. Van Ness reminds me a lot of uh, Carl Loftus last year, where there was a bunch of big names like Trayvon Walker and stuff that were kind of in there. And then every once in a while, people would pepper in a little Carl Loftus. And those, uh, the people who picked Carl Loftus last year are probably sitting nice and pretty right now. Yeah, for sure. Lucas Van Ness, 6'5, 272 pounds, 34 inch arms, 9.39 RAS score. So he was one of the better, uh, more athletic edges in the class and this as, was an extremely athletic edge class though and as yeah. eric points out here van ness didn't start but he played the second most snaps on the iowa D yes line. eric so, the iowa yes. um plug that's right our <laughs> iowa plug is our iowa inside information yeah there. that's right we got of eric is he on yeah, the board let's, eric is on the board this is shout out to you eric uh, hey guys <laughs> somebody call nine one one. i don't feel so good <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what team that was after, uh, or you know what fantasy manager that was after these picks were announced. Maybe the DeAndre, DeAndre Swift, Swift managers was, yeah, DeAndre Swift. weren't feeling so Sean good and, and needed nine one one to be My called RSO squad. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Eric's just uh, gave us the LOL there on the uh, YouTube. So thank you for so watching, funny. Eric. Thank you for being our Iowa plug. Get and, you a little um, gum, Eric. Don't you and, ever embarrass me yeah. like that again, Eric? Thank you for chewing that thirty uh, year old gum and sending us that. That was, was awesome. That was fantastic. All time. Soundbite, right? It was yeah. very similar to the uh, fruit roll up with the ice cream in it. <laughs> yes, we did have a fruit roll up with ice cream TikTok dessert tonight. Yeah, we're children. Uh, but shout out Cabbies for the taco bar. Uh, we got the uh, draft night party catered yeah. by Cabell's Iron Nutrition. So thank you, Cabbies. I think we we're are all a little uncomfortable. We're a little lethargic. <laughs> Our bellies are very full. We might yeah. have to start pausing the live stream to take some dumps out in the yard. <laughs> gonna need to get um, the old septic cleaned out. Yeah, get Monday. it pumped. <laughs> There's gonna be like some toilets flushing uh, all night long. So y'all know what's happening in the Raymer household. Uh, but uh, do we have any more picks? We do have a pick, yes, Evan. We do. And it is a spicy one. I think Addy's gonna like this one a lot. Oh yeah. So. It is. It is Jordan Addison to the Vikings. Ooh, wee, what do we baby. think, Addy? That's amazing. I love that. Yeah, Jordan Addison. I mean, very fun. It feels like a Devonte Smith type, right? Like he is. Seems very frail and tiny, but the dude's just a baller. Dude. I mean, you got to trust the tape on this one. And uh, yeah, I mean, when you get to play alongside Justin Jefferson, T.J. Hawkinson, Kirk Cousins can sling it. It's a badass offense. I literally think that I said that in the last mock that um, Jordan Addison could be a brilliant Devontae Smith to somebody's A.J. Brown. And that's a perfect scenario here. I can't wait to watch them catch balls from Trey Lance. Yeah. And I mean, you know, (laughs) just snuck that in there. That would be tight. That would be kind of tight. Can we make that happen, please? I don't think that would be good for fancy, though. That would be great. We don't don't probably want that. We don't care, though. Kurt, the Giants are now on the clock. They've traded up. Ooh, okay. They've one spot, it appears. Swapped with the Jags. Okay. Can he get uh, Trey McBride in the first? Get rid of Saquon. I bet that's enough out of you. (laughs) That's enough. (laughs) Let's keep talking about our IDP darlings here. So uh, we mentioned Lucas Van Ness. We mentioned uh, Will McDonald. We had some cornerbacks go. Christian Gonzalez goes at 17 overall to the Patriots. And then uh, looks like Devon Witherspoon goes at five overall to the Seahawks. 
uh, Kalijah Cansey, we have mentioned here. So I think we're all caught up, boys. I think we've hit nice. most of the picks. Yes, Jake. Emmanuel Forbes as well. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Emmanuel Forbes, another cornerback as well. So someone not a Vikings fan. So Addison or QJ? I think it's still Quentin Johnson. I, I think, I mean, I I like think it's QJ Johnson. as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I really do. And I think having Herbert definitely helps. And yeah, you guys are right. I mean, Mike Williams obviously can't stay healthy. There's already been talks about Keenan Allen potentially being out. So, um, yeah, Quentin Johnson. I really like Jordan Addison as well. I mean, he is a little bit on the smaller side, which is kind of the story of this wide receiver class. But mm-hmm. he could do it all, too. I mean, he's a guy that proved that he could play inside, outside. He won the Bolitnikov. Uh, yeah, the Blitnikoff Award uh, at Pitt. Mm-hmm. Got Kenny slot. Pickett drafted in the first round. Exactly, mm-hmm. and then yeah, and then he went to USC, played on, played Sorry, mostly on the outside, and 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 was really good as well. So <laughs> it, it, I think it's a good fit for that Minnesota team. Um, yeah, I, uh, it's close. Those guys, I think the, you can make it. I think top six. The concern is like, is are they are they serious about Kirk? Are yeah, they going to yeah. keep yeah. Kirk around there? Because if you bring in some young guy, like it's not going to be good for fantasy. Everything know. I've heard is Kirk is out after this year, and that's not great. That's yeah. that's that's the risk there. So that's why I think fantasy wise, it's not great. But you are you kind of done with Kirk at this point? Do you just mind? Is it he depends okay? On who, it depends on who we can get. I mean, yeah. I'm fine with Kirk if if we can't get better than Kirk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Tune in every week for Daddy <laughs> Bishop. This is where we bring you cutting-edge analysis just like this. If you can't get someone better than Kirk, you should keep Kirk. What about, true, though. What about Trey true. Lance? What about Trey Lance? I mean, that'd be fun. Yeah, I mean, that would be great. Uh, Didn't you trade Trey Lance to Macri? Am I remembering this correctly? No, I traded Herbert to Macri because uh, I had Trey Lance. Nice <laughs> job, Adam. Wah, wah, Thought about that today. Thought man. about that trade today in the shower. So, hey, guys. Yeah, sure. Help. Yeah. Help. Someone call 911. That is the perfect time for that hey guys this is adam in the shower somebody call 911 that's like are you okay babe feel so good <laughs> he just remembered the harbor yes. today it was like the like the dog and the vietnam meme where he's just uh yeah, yeah he's he's yeah. having flashbacks oh john got another one over on me those picks help though the offensive side i feel like they help addison they help qj yeah there for a while it's kind of i don't know what do we think about this from Boo Bam? Addison steps into the Thielen role. Chargers have Allen, Williams, Palmer, easier path to targets. So he's saying Addison has a clearer path to targets than sure, sure, um, sure. QJ but, does, but Keenan is thirty, and yeah, yeah. I do Williams agree is. with with Boo Bam here. I also want to note: I don't want to overrate situation too much. I I believe in a vacuum, Jordan Addison is purely just a more talented, more football ready wide receiver. And so, yes, while it's possible Quentin Johnson can develop into, you know, a Mike Williams type, I think Jordan Addison today, right now, is a better wide receiver, and mm. I think that that is going to mean a lot down the road as well. Mm. That's a good take. I love it. I like it. Is okay, he a I'll better receiver it. than KJ Osborne? Mmm. <laughs> yeah, about that, York. Evan? And also TJ Hawkinson. Oh. About that. And also about that. Uh, how about, isn't he 160 <laughs> something pounds also? <laughs> Did you just say KJ Osborne there? Yeah, that was Macri. Oh, okay. Don't he's there. Put that no, on no, he's five foot eleven, one hundred and seventy three pounds. We do have our next pick, by the way. <gasps> what do we got? The ti- um, the Giants, Giants traded I, up for. I gotta let Jake announce this one. He needs to get his time on the mic, and he's the one that saw this one first. All right, so. Jake. What do we got? Well, coming in, uh, pick twenty four for the New York Giants. We have out of Maryland cornerback Deontay Banks. Nice. Mm, okay. 
Another cornerback. So uh, let's go back to talking about some of these uh, wide receivers, guys. Uh, uh, if we had, maybe we could. Can we get remote in Johnny the Greek to talk through some of these cornerbacks? For real, that'd be great. Just stream them, guys. Yeah, just. I will say it's, it's a great landing spot. They have yeah. like nobody at cornerback right now. All these corners will be Cordell useful. Flawed, right? Yes. I mean, these are all. Be, these would all be candidates for us to Did take in, in best balls. <laughs> right? Yes, I agree. We will absolutely be taking these guys in best balls next year. Yeah. Not yeah. this year, but next year once we kind of see. Yeah, like, sure. Who's who? Okay. You know. You will. <laughs> Absolutely. I agree with you. I'm, now I'm Bobby's not, not going to do it just to spite you. you. I'm going to do it right freaking now. I'm yeah. on the clock. I'm going to draft him right now. Are you guys on the clock? I'm not in any right I now. I am probably on the clock. How are you not in any right now? I'm not in any right now. Did y'all see wow. the last one? Evans, Evans, Evans and literally five of them. Did y'all see the last best ball? I think it was 21, where I literally, with the last however many picks, just went DB. That's the way to do it. It didn't work out so great. It was pretty rough. I should have started maybe a round or two you ahead of that. You just picked the wrong guys, Bo. Yeah, yeah Bo. Yeah, you didn't pick these rookies. If you're me, it works out just <laughs> fine. I'll say that. Tune in every week, folks, for the cutting edge analysis and the yelling. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Shout out Charles. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, who else we want to talk about here? John, who is looking at some of the IDP prospects that have first-round potential? Who are some guys that we should expect to see go uh, in these last few picks here? So I think for edge prospects, I think Nolan Smith out of mm -hmm. Georgia and Miles Murphy out of Clemson. Um, both guys I like a lot. I, I have Miles Murphy as my number two edge. Um, I, I can't wait to prove how the NFL was wrong, and I was right on that one. And then, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, Nolan Smith, I think I had him number three. So Obviously, landing spot and stuff like that is is going to factor into the post-draft rankings, but those guys both really solid. And then, I mean, linebacker-wise, Jack Campbell, as somebody who had money on Jack Campbell as a first linebacker taken, that was a good one. Hey, look and at then, you. Yeah, and then Drew Sanders and Trenton Simpson. I don't know that they'll get into the... Cowboys are still up. I mean, that's Cowboys one I've seen, Mox. So the Bills just traded up two spots over the Cowboys. Uh oh! Now on the clock. Uh oh! Terrell Bernard season about to come to an end. Terrell Bernard oh, about to be too, Thanos right? snapped, baby. Or what? Damian Harris's season is about to come to an end. Evan Sweat Charbonnet. Right Maybe we'll see. Oh. Charbonnet going first round. Wow! Not I, a single I tight end has gone yet. That's, That's surprising. Cowboys be a nice tight end were spot. looking at Michael Mayer. Yes. Maybe they're that. drafting Bills. Will Levis. It's almost like he works somewhere important. Man, is Levis going to fall out of the first <laughs> round? It looks like it, right? The Saints oh, still have a pick up. remaining. Uh, mm. But they have Derek Carr. Derek Carr. So yeah. why you're, you're taking weapons for Derek Carr to try to push your chips That's in. True. That's true. That's true. I mean, they you have, have them for a while. So what's the updated order now? The that the so it's currently Bills, then Cowboys, then Jags, Bengals, Saints, Eagles, Chiefs. None of those teams are going quarterback, boys. Nope. Levis has fallen out of the first. Been hearing bad things about Mahomes. So wait, John, you're telling me Reddit was wrong and Will Levis was not going number one overall? It's it's rare, but apparently man, was wrong. Mm. Get your stock tips on Reddit, but, but not your NFL draft tips, apparently. Oh, man, I keep going back to Gibbs as a Detroit Lions. <laughs> Bob is real upset. This was I'm his baby. Real well. I mean, how are you? Because this was your guy. You put him at 101. Reddit almost burned your house yeah. down. Mach 2.0. Mach 2.0. 3.0 yeah. 2.0 did gangbusters. Course I mean, corrected. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Thanks for right, the views. Uh, sure. Yeah. People, thank people you for didn't that. like it. They didn't come back. Old edgelord over there, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Old edgelord, Bob. That's few, what we often call I caught him. a few over there. It's all right. So, but Jamar Gibbs. I mean, Jameer Gibbs. Gibbs. This is a 
I mean, not a worst case scenario because he could have landed in somewhere like New England or Washington, just, but I just don't know why. Yeah. It doesn't because they paid like Montgomery a, real money. Aside from fantasy, like NFL wise, they had a ton of other needs, in my opinion. Yep. Draft a wide receiver. Draft a you know, I don't know, lineman. Corner. Draft a. Uh, it just seems straight. Yeah, corner would have been fine. They just let Jeff Okuda go. Yeah, true. Like you said, stay yeah. in that original slot and just take Carter. Somebody oh, said that. God. Yeah. Yes, that would have been. That was the dream. Mm-hmm. Carter, Aiden Hutchinson. Man. Then ooh. you go get Jack Campbell. All right. Would mm, they have had. Totally redeemed. Would they have still had the Jack Campbell pick? <laughs> I guess so. I think so. Yeah, that's. It didn't show. It doesn't show 18 as a trade. Yeah, I think so that was I mean, their original pick, and the one they traded out of was the Rams pick. Carter and, and Jack Campbell would have been. Sick. Well, and if they wanted running back at that point, why they're at six, they could have just went Bijan too. I mean, that's he's true. Yeah, arguably the best running back, hands down. Like, were they a game yeah. away from the playoffs last year? Yep. Um, yes, it was at Green Bay. If, well, if they had a chance, Seattle to lose. Oh, that's they, right. They won that game. Yes, they got knocked out because Seattle won earlier in the day. Good for so. Jared Goff, man. Goff has gone there under a really weird circumstance and performed pretty decent. He's solid. Dude. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, there's already talk of the Lions maybe wanting to extend him. So I don't know about all that, but mm. good for him putting his resurrecting his career after Give that him trade. like a Daniel Jones type deal, like nothing too long term. Yeah. yeah. Two to three years, you know. Golf's not much worse than Kirk Cousins. No. I mean they've got they've got a they got a fun team. Mm-hmm. You know, they've one got more. three really good running backs. <laughs> James and Williams once he gets uh, off his suspension. On a Jameer Gibbs. I, I don't want to overrate the impact that DeAndre Swift has on him. He's he's done. DeAndre Swift is done. I don't think they're gonna run a three headed committee. Wow. I, as much as it pains me to say that as somebody who loves DeAndre Swift, yeah. Jameer Gibbs is a very similar player to DeAndre Swift. If they felt like they needed a DeAndre Swift type skill set so badly that they had to draft someone with that skill set, that clearly means they don't believe DeAndre Swift is a kind of a player that can provide that for them. He's he's either just buried on this depth chart and he's only a handcuff, or he's going somewhere else. Yeah. And that's a good point too about it being a dis- different you know regime. Uh, who drafted him? Probably Patricia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's yeah, hand it off to Jake for this next pick. Cause Jake, we got, got a next pick. Let's do it. All right. What pick was this now? I'm blank. 25, Buffalo Bills. They jumped the Cowboys for a reason because they wanted tight end Dalton Kincaid. Wow. Utah. There you go. Okay, so. Love it. Dawson Knox truthers are uh, crying, in their, crying in their cereal bowls. They should have seen that coming. Yeah. He ain't nothing special. That's, that's a great pick, though. I mean, you love that for Josh Allen. They need they need some they need some juice on that offense. Don Kincaid is the best receiving tight end in the class. Mm -hmm. So is he the number two target in that offense now? I'd say so. Ask Josh. Well, I mean, Steph Diggs number one. Yeah, Gabe Davis. Gabe Davis and uh, oh, Joshy. Who they they brought in another guy at the slot? Who was Um, Isaiah McKenzie? Hardy. Hardy, That's right. (laughs) Didn't they draft the the Colts? Actually, have McKenzie now. Funny enough, Shakur. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I I would imagine Kincaid is going to have a real opportunity to be that number two guy. Um, Does he he sneak into first round of rookie drafts, or is that too rich? You go in second round, people are going to think about it. Yeah, he'll think. They'll think about how it. disgusting the tight end position is for fantasy. Yeah, like exactly. People yeah. might just be like, look at this class and say, you know what? Like a landing spot like Buffalo. Yeah. Give me the tight end for Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah, yes, please. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, in your tight end premium, he's definitely oh, a yeah. first I w- round pick. I would have liked him to the Cowboys. That would have been great as well. 
big tight end friendly yep. uh, offense. So now do the Cowboys go Michael Mayer? Maybe could maybe. be could be. Um, I mean, linebackers still a need. You got Micah Parsons is basically full time edge now. You got LVE, Damone Clark, is Jabril Cox still there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. not much cooking there. I think um, Drew Sanders looked nice. That's a, yeah, he sure would. And them Cowboys bring him off the edge with Parsons. I think that could be a lot of fun. Uh, I just we Henley. want some more. Yeah, we want some more IDPs. To talk I got about a question here. for the table actually about that because yes. I'm, I'm looking through and obviously we don't have a ton of IDP relevant players taken yet. But I think perhaps maybe one of the more valuable talking points for us right now is teams that were a potential to draft an IDP but didn't, and therefore the players that were on their roster ahead of time have kind of gotten a boost in value simply because somebody didn't join the team. Like maybe the best example isn't the Cardinals because they didn't really have anybody on the team outside of Cameron Thomas and Majai Sanders. But just kind of you know scrolling through some of these teams, like uh, like the Bears taking an offensive lineman, like the Titans taking an offensive lineman. Some of these teams that had fringe starting mm-hmm. options that, sure, they could be replaced on day two, but as it stands right now, those players don't have competition edging them out for snaps. Mm-hmm. Very well said, Evan. Well, I think what's key to that, too, is, Ed, you were talking about it, I think, with SIG, right? Like, all those guys, that all those top guys, that's first-round pedigree, right? So if these guys are falling outside of the first round... Yeah, that's not great. Are, are are they really that much of a lock to make an impact here as round two, round three capital? I mean, we still probably like them, and we'll give them those shots, obviously, but what's the real outcome? It's true, man. I mean, that draft capital matters, and also just, you know, just the perception of it, just being drafted in that first round, going on that first night. Yeah, it yeah. just weighs on, you know, it, it, it weighs heavy for a lot of people that aren't as tuned in as us, right? I mean, it's not going to mean everything for people like us, but there's a lot of people that are kind of casual when it comes to Dynasty, and that's where you like take advantage of, of folks like that. You, feels real good. Feels real good <laughs> to take advantage of those newbies <laughs> and casuals. Bobo, you out of here, buddy? I'm out of All right. You, love you, boys. All right. We'll see you later, baby. Love, love you, big dog. Uh, All right. So um, let's keep... Get rolling here. What do we think on this Cowboys pick? We don't have it in yet. Jake, Evan, no pick yet for the Cowboys? Not yet. Okay, so what do we think the Cowboys do here? Tight end seem to be likely. John, what do you think? Yeah, I like tight end for them. I think Michael Mayer is a good fit. I mean, he gets the, the Jason Witten comp quite a bit, so I think they'd be pretty happy with that. Obviously, their current tight ends is like Jake Ferguson, um, Peyton Hendershot. Yeah, that's not so, great. Yeah, they got some good weapons there. They brought in Brandon Cooks. They still have Michael Gallup. Obviously, CeeDee Lamb is there. Um, so, yeah, man, getting a tight end just fills out that offense nicely. I would like that. I'll also add a, a couple top guys available looking at the, the PFF best available list is is Brian Branch, Miles Murphy, Joey Porter Jr., uh, FAU perhaps maybe if you like him, or Nolan Smith. My, my thinking is if the Bills jumped up in front of the Cowboys – they were thinking Cowboys are going tight end. So let's go get our guy that we want in front of these guys. So now do the Cowboys still go tight end after yeah. getting potentially sniped on their number one guy? Do they pivot? Or, or at least the Bills thought that the opportunity cost of the price it would take to jump up the Cowboys justified the chance that the Cowboys may or may not take a tight end. Yeah. Boo Bam is saying uh, Michael Mayer is going to be the Cowboys pick. So uh, I think, yeah, I think it'll be as much as I would love the Drew Sanders landing spot. I think that would be spicy and a lot of fun because do we see any other linebacker needy teams here? I mean, Jags, 
No, I don't think so. You have three guys. God, please no. Please no. Don't do that to <laughs> yeah. us, Jags. Bengals, uh, not really. They brought, no, they back, brought back um, – yeah, they brought back Pratt. They have Logan Wilson still. The Saints, I mean, you got DeMario Davis, Pete Warner. Yeah. I don't really see that as much. The Eagles. Maybe. I mean, DeMario, Eagles, Davis, DeMario Davis is 34. Yeah. I mean, I could see the Eagles. Um, I think they're going with one of these edge rushers. Eagles they tend is, to take defensive line. Yeah, that would be nice. Get a be sick. Nolan Smith at this Boy, point that'd be again. Great. Just Let's all go. these guys that are falling. Chiefs will be interesting. Uh, let's just give Spagnolo another linebacker. Why not? Let's just plunge ourselves further into hell with that team. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we'll see what the Cowboys do. Do here, John. If you had your druthers, what do you want the Cowboys to do at twenty-five? I would be. I'd go tight end. Tight end. I, see, I, yeah. I don't know that I'd love like a linebacker, or at least one of the top linebackers going there right now. Like, I, I do think they're going to lean on Van Der Esch again. Um, I think they brought him back because they like him, and just that scheme isn't great for linebackers. Just being so man heavy too, and there's a lot of rotation there outside of Parsons. So yeah, Parsons is. He could also still get some linebacker snaps. You know, they when there were times that teams would scheme him out of the game as a pass rusher, they'd just move him to linebacker, and he'd be an impact player there, right? So, yeah, I I, I don't know that I want a first-round guy going there. I'd probably just go tight end. That was a long answer for tight the same ends. thing that I said to you. <laughs> you circled back to it, John, yeah. and that was beautifully done. We kind of mentioned the, the, the side little note. We mentioned the Jags uh, linebackers. Where do you guys come down on Devin Lloyd at this point? You know, this is a guy that first four weeks of the year last season, we were like, oh boy, here we go. We got this dynasty. Yeah. LB one. But right. We were, I think we had a LB video. That, that was a spicy, a meatball. <laughs> yes. was, uh, That's a shame. Very high. It's a shame. We run that thing almost immediately. Yep. <laughs> um, so, I mean, at this point, where are you guys at with Lloyd? Are you going out of your way to acquire him? Jake, what do you think? What do you think on Lloyd? Uh, he, I mean, he's, he's the guy this year still, I think, um, alongside Foyes. So it's, I'd probably just, I'd hop in for the ride and see what he gives me this year and, and hope for the best, right? Because, I mean, obviously they took him, like we, you just talked about earlier, that first-round draft capital buys you a lot of a lot of leeway. Yep. And so he's got that hanging over him. And, and the guy in the wings, right, which I love Chad Muma last year. I was, I was all in on him uh, pre-draft. And I'd love to see him get his chance, but... I just I don't see him him supplanting him fully this year. Um, they tried that last year. It didn't stick for whatever reason. I, so I I mean I'm not I'm not actively buying them. I'm not selling them. I'm probably just, like I'm just holding on if I got them and, and enjoying the ride for this year. And see what would you me. what would you sell for if someone came and gave you a a second or is he out the door? You're gonna just re-roll and try and find a different linebacker. I would do it for an early second. Yeah. yeah. Something early. something before two oh five. Yeah. Something I, before I would send two an early second for Devin Lloyd. If I'm contending, I feel but what like if that what if that turned into Jack Campbell? Yep. I was gonna say if I can if I can replace Devin Lloyd with Jack Campbell, yep. So if yeah, that's absolutely if that's two oh two, two oh seven, right? Wherever your league yeah. falls, right? Like you're, you're, that's, you gotta be careful. Like, yeah, I'm not buying him for an early second, even a mid second, because there's a chance that Campbell could slip through and be there for you. Yep. Yeah. Do you see do you see Jack Campbell as a safer asset yes. than Devin Lloyd? Yep. Oh yeah, I see. I see Jack Campbell as a. I think he's high TLB one. I mean, honestly, it's <laughs> let's not, just go there. The it ain't that far off, dude. <laughs> I know we we have a tendency to do this stuff and 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 jump the. We're gun. sorry for that. In this situation, like those linebackers in Detroit, freaking stink. They're stink. 
stinky. John. They're not good. Poop. They're massively stinky. So, I mean, it's yeah, I think it's Will's up for Jack Campbell. I'm I'm kind of comfortable saying he's a he's already a top 12 linebacker in dynasty. Okay, where do you all think Evan, don't look, because you may have the doc pulled up. Where do you think Devin Lloyd is going in redraft ADP right now for LBs? LB, fill in the blank. I'm going to say LB 27. 27? 21. 21? Devin Lloyd, LB? 23. 23. It is LB 28. He's going right in front of Drew Tranquil. That's not bad. Evan, what do we got? Looks like we got another pick announced. Uh, I was just celebrating how close I you was. were. You I, actually. I don't think. I, I don't think I, I like that ADP though for Lloyd. Is that too high? Too low? I'm just. It's too risky for that. I'm just going to wait. You should go later. I'm wait. Yeah. yeah. Give me a Jermaine Pratt. Because you got after him. Well, Tranquil's next, so Tranquil needs to be suppressed in these as well. But you got David Long, Cole Holcomb, Ernest Jones is going as LB32. Let, I've got yeah, Ernest Jones. Ernest. I think is LB9 right now in my redraft ranks. Yeah. So yes, please. He'll rise too. Troy Anderson, Brian Osamoa. Mario Davis going after him, Divine Diablo, Singleton. Evan, do we have a pick? Yeah, so I will say Cowboys fans have probably been a little upset about the just the sure the the sheer volume of edge rushing talent on that roster, but the lack of interior presence and their new defensive tackle, Mozzie Smith, oh, is gonna hopefully wow. shore up that position for them. Mozzie Smith. John, what do we know about Mozzie Smith? So yeah, out of Michigan. Um Bigger defensive tackle, more of like a, a nose tackle, I believe. Um, he, he was a really big, like, kind of run stuffer type guy. Not much, like, pass rush upside. Um, but obviously, yeah, that it was definitely a need for them. A first-round need? I, I don't know. Um, not with... I think, I think it's a bit of a reach for what he can be in the NFL, just if he is kind of that nose tackle type. Um I, I like Osa Digizua there. I think he'll still have a role, but they had Jonathan Hankins, um, Neville Gallimore, like guys like that. So Mazzy Smith, uh, yeah, he, I think it's a, I mean, it's a nice landing spot for him. I don't know that he'll be an overly productive pass rusher from the interior. So did you see Mazzy Smith in any mock drafts I don't going think. in the first round? I don't think so. This feels rich. Yeah. No, John's on the money there. He's 6'3", 323, and he only had a half a sack last year. Right. Ooh. Two and a half tackles for loss. So 48 tackles. I mean, he is a run stuffer. Like, this is not going to be someone you're interested in in IDP leagues, even though he's a first-round pick, right? right? Even though I think, to Evan's point, he will help the Cowboys' defense. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Better for NFL. For, sure. for the fellows around him, for yes. Sam Williams. And um, who else did they bring in? Did they bring in someone else recently? Oh, they re-signed Dante Fowler. Yeah. He's interesting, Woo-hoo. I guess. Tack well, this- <laughs> nice for those guys <laughs> behind them, too, right? So if they, if they do end up bringing in a linebacker there... Um, you know, or with LVE, if leading the room, I mean, it's going to keep those guys a lot cleaner too. So um, we definitely like that um, yeah. for the, that uh, help for the second level defense. Fun story with Mozzie Smith too, right? So we had Bob Skarinski who dressed up as his grandpa earlier. We learned that. <laughs> allegedly. The, allegedly. Uh, <laughs> the, the fun story with Mozzie Smith, right, is that they actually had to call like an industrial specialist to help enhance all of their strength equipment. Because was that was, the guy? Yeah, because he okay. was breaking it because he was yes. putting up too much weight on it. So That's the kind of thing that makes you a first rounder. Right? That's right. Yeah. Yes. So they're, they're like, oh, well. Wow, you had to get it. We custom equipment. <laughs> we want that. We want that all day. You just needed a forklift to pick them up off the bench. <laughs> Yeah, Yeah. Uh, I want to stoke the flames of our previous debate just a little bit more. 
We were talking about uh, Devin Lloyd versus Jack Campbell. I know it's kind of hard to compare across years as far as prospect analysis goes, but uh, it, do we think that Jack Campbell is just a better raw pr- prospect coming into the league than Devin Lloyd was last year? And then on top of that, kind of a follow-up for Macri, how does the defensive scheme for Dallas, or sorry, not Dallas, the defensive sure. scheme for Detroit compare to that of Jacksonville? Because I know Jacksonville runs two linebackers and they run you know zone coverage at a really high rate, and I don't, I don't know how productive the Detroit defense is. So I'd be really curious kind of what your data says in that regard. Yeah, it's a good question because, yeah, Detroit wasn't one of the more linebacker-friendly teams um, in the league last year. And, you know, it doesn't help having Alex Anzalone being an inefficient tackler already, but just looking at the kind of coverages that they run um, specifically, they they were one of the man-heavy teams for sure. Them, Dallas, um, uh, Miami, teams like that, not that Miami's – as much anymore well like anyways um (laughs) but yeah so not not as linebacker friendly jacksonville would definitely qualify as a more uh, ideal spot for a linebacker they were also a little bit more dime heavy to detroit last year um which is nice to see from like a, a coach like dan campbell being a little bit more progressive there and getting more dbs on the field um so it it leaves less opportunity if jack campbell does not somehow beat out Alex Anzalone, but I mean, he will. Yeah, he has to. He will. It's just, it's crazy to think that he can't like, no, go ahead. I think he will at some point in the season. I think we need to temper expectations yeah, going into fair. week one. That's fair. That could, that could easily be the case. I'm, tens, not gonna, I'm not going to be taking him in redraft. Tends to side on the, uh, the, the, with the veterans mm-hmm. we'll early in the season. Another little thing with Devin Lloyd that I didn't pay enough attention to last year. I do came into the league pretty old. Yeah. He was like already 24, 24 yeah. when he came into the league. That's old as hell, boy. That's think- very old. And and Jack Campbell's 22.7, mm-hmm. again, a 9.98 RAS score. Yeah, but I think to Evan's point, too, like just if you're looking at the two as prospects, like just raw prospects coming into the draft, I still think Devin Lloyd was the more tout, like highly touted prospect yeah. um, than Jack Campbell. Um, I think he was more of a consensus kind of first-round pick, uh, even though – where did he go? He went, he went he was, after Quay Walker. He, he was late. Yeah, he was yeah. like 127 in the 20s. Yep. Yeah, Campbell went 118. Yeah, I think, honestly, I think after the combine, I think it kind of flipped yeah. for, for everyone. I think Jack Campbell, everyone was like, oh, Jack Campbell's got like Luke Keekly type upside, right. right? Because, I mean, he just fits like he's an athletic freak, athletic well. freak, yeah. but he, but it's not, it's, it's the, it's the mental side for him, right? It's just like he's like a, he's just your classic. You know, middle linebacker. Lunch pail. Yeah. Yep. It's interesting because, yeah. <laughs> kind of like linebacker. And it's a perfect fit. It is a perfect fit for him. I'm looking at a mock, NFL mock draft database. They have consensus mock drafts, which is just kind of fun to see. Like, of all the mock drafts, where do these guys kind of land in terms of the consensus going into the draft? Jameer Gibbs was at 28. Mm. Will McDonald was at 29. Mozzie Smith, not too far off okay. from where he went. So he would have been the second pick in the second round at 33, okay. according to the mock draft consensus here. So, um, yeah, there's, I mean, Quint, uh, Quentin Johnston was 25th overall. Brian Branch was 24th, still hasn't gone. So uh, Hendon Hooker was 23rd. We still haven't seen him come off the board. Miles Murphy was 20th overall. Um, so... I think some guys that we could still see slot into the first round here. Have we had any more picks, boys? Yes. All right, Evan, what do we got? So the the Jags got uh, they got an Oklahoma offensive tackle, Anton Harrison, 
So that leaves us with four teams left, Bengals, Saints, Eagles, Chiefs. All right, there we go. Offensive tackle. So we've had, what, one linebacker, mm-hmm. one tight end. We've had three, four, four wide receivers. Zay Flowers, Jordan Addison, Quentin. They all went in a row, right? Yeah. 20, 21, 22, and 23. I have a very That's strong wild. suspicion we're going to see at least one more, probably to the Chiefs. Ooh, do you like somebody there to the Chiefs, Evan? I, like might be a strong word. I feel like Jalen Hyatt has enough market value that mm-hmm. one of these teams might take a shot on him, but we'll see. Yeah, Josh he, Downs would be fun there maybe too. Yeah, yeah. so uh, Jalen Hyatt, I just saw him a second ago. So he was, uh, looks like, 31st overall to the Kansas City Chiefs wow, in the mock draft you. consensus. So that could be fun. And then uh, what else do we have? You said Josh Downs. He was 35th overall to the Colts. Uh, in this mock draft database. That Jack Campbell stuff is fun, though. You know, trying to figure out where you rank him among, like, last year's linebackers. Like, right. I mean, Jack Campbell, Quay Walker. Who you want? Mm-hmm. Oh, big baby Quay Walker. Oh, big oh, throwing a big old like Throwing a big old fit really in the like tunnel. I yeah. like Quay Walker a lot, too, coming out last year, too. So Pull, pull up your dynasty ranks. Let's play the... Uh, Jack Campbell or uh, the, the Devin Lloyd. I know we just kind of answered it, but... I'm still taking Devin Lloyd. Campbell. God, that's tough, man. isn't it? Jack Campbell. Yeah. Campbell. Ah. I'm one out here. All right. I'll die on this hill. And I like Lloyd. I think I think Lloyd can really have a nice bounce back. I agree. I do, I do I do as well. But man. I think there'll always be that Campbell's got that because of the rookie season. Yeah. Yeah. Campbell's just got it just feels like a just a safer like tackler. Yeah. You didn't have to I contend were- with the foyer. I mean, a little does, bit about like a man heavy scheme for, just because he that was like one of his weaknesses was not being able to kind of carry and, and, and play that kind of single coverage. Not that he'll have to do it a ton, but he was definitely a lot better in that, like more of a zone coverage scheme. So, I mean, not to say that they'll run the exact same coverage as they did last year, but yeah, it, it's still it's damn, it's nice. It's just so nice to hopefully be done with Alex Anzalone. Yeah, that's you're just you want Jack Campbell because of the Anzalone relief that yeah. he provides. Yes. Let's let's be honest. We here. all do. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's uh, some serious gratitude bias that we have towards Jack Campbell for getting Alex Anzalone out of our lives potentially. Can we do Can we do a little this or that with Will Anderson? Yes, please. That'd be great. Edges. Yes. Let's do it. I, I don't have any rankings. Maybe you can Absolutely. reference your rankings. I mean, the first guy that comes to mind is like a like a Kayvon Thibodeau or something. Yeah. Well, I, I think, I think, Great question. I think you're splitting hairs with those. I don't think you should lose too much sleep on that one. I think. I mean, honestly, I want. Kayvon, Jalen Phillips, and Will Anderson, and I don't. You're splitting hairs. You really are. It's all these are all. I your love babies. them all. Yeah, I love them all. I want them I all. Love all those guys. We've gotten that question actually recently about like someone was wanting to trade for Will Anderson. And they were like, "Should I give up Kayvon and Pachet, uh, Isaiah Pachetcha or whatever his name is? Pachetcha, <laughs> who's about to get uh, replaced. Luckily, Bobby Bobby left he was about to yeah. this <laughs> But I was like, man, those guys are like that's like a one for one deal. Like you don't. You shouldn't be giving up more for that. Like, no, I love both those guys. I I would probably say, I'm probably taking Kayvon just because Kayvon, he's a year year advanced, and we know we know what's around Kayvon. Yep. Like Dexter Lawrence, ridiculous, yeah. and and then you know he's Leonard Williams, Ojolari, Leonard Williams. Yep. Like I mean, it's just say Sean Robinson. It's Sean Robinson. It's a sick defensive line. It's fine. He's a he's a really good run defender. Hey, speaking of a sick defensive line, uh oh, what do we got? Cincinnati Bengals have selected Miles Murphy. Wow. Okay. That's great. That's great. So that is very fun. Um, 
What do we think about that? You were you were you were talking up Miles Murphy as one of the remaining IDPs that we should be paying attention to. Now lands with the two widest defensive ends and yeah. <laughs> uh, Trey and uh, Sam. So uh, what do we think now? Yeah, man. I I mean I really like Miles Murphy. I think you know people would look at the Bengals starting edges and think that they're okay there, but I think they they could use the depth absolutely. Like Trey Hendrickson was not playing much on early downs last year. Miles Murphy has the size, the strength, and the run defense ability to play on those early downs and supplant Trey Hendrickson at least early on. And then, you know, as he develops more of a pass rush repertoire, you could see him kind of come in and be the starter there. Because, yeah, he's not a finished product either. As much as I love Miles Murphy, he has this great athleticism. He has great strength, power, um, good speed, but you know, needs some work in, in, in his technique, in his hands and everything like that. So there's, there's absolutely room for him to grow and, and have his role grow over the years as well as, as Hendrickson and Hubbard um, reach the, well, Hubbard just resigned, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, and Hendrickson had signed the, from free agency, but I mean, there's room, there's absolutely room to grow there. There's, you don't have to rely on Trey Hendrickson and Sam Hubbard for seven to 800 snaps every season. They need help there. So I love the pick um miles murphy's a nice fit for cincy yeah he's a freak dude 6'4 268 34 inch arms 453 40 971 ras score so yeah i i love the pick too it gives them the depth they need and the thing that i look at too is next year 2024 hendrickson would save them 15 million in cap savings and they have a a, a little known player um that goes for them for Joe Burrow, if you guys are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He might be needing a big contract uh, coming up here pretty That's quick. True. So. They can get out of Sam Hubbard's deal this year, save $3.9 million in cap. I'm not saying they're going to do that. Next year, they could save $6 million in cap, cutting Sam. And even if not, I mean, Trey Hendrickson's not someone that they can rely on on defense. He's like a factor in that area. So, I mean, Miles Murphy's going to have an opportunity probably either way. Yep. yep. So does this suppress the ADP of Sam Hubbard and Trey Hendrickson even more? Hubbard DL thirty-seven, Hendrickson DL thirty-nine. For redraft, it might, but it probably shouldn't. I still like both those guys for next year. Yeah. I think Trey Hendrickson could have a little bounce back. I mean, um Sam Hubbard's just great because he's gonna get you like sixty to seventy tackles, right? And then maybe flirt with like six to seven sacks. So that's really nice as a defensive tack or a defensive end too. But um yeah, I mean, I think they're probably going to remain. that they're, They've been decent values. They haven't been too bad. No, I mean, no. 37 and 39 is uh, not That's bad at good. all. Yeah, yeah, Trey like, Hendrickson really late in, in a lot of the best yeah. balls. Yeah. I think I like him a lot for best balls. He's just so. not sexy. Yeah. yeah, right. Right, and um, he had a down year. That's, yeah. what we've, that's what we've been warning about. Like That's how he's going to be. He's going to be up and down, and next year will probably be better. Yeah, that's how, these t- that's how these things tend to, things tend yeah. to go. Science. Yep. It's really right. science, Jake. <laughs> I, I did not do good at science. We know the beakers and the science. Yeah, I was really good we at science. We know how it works, yeah. Dexter's yeah. Laboratory. That's yes. for my science. That's owns. the extent. <laughs> um, no, so what about Joseph Asai there, right? Because they still got him on his rookie it's contract, a shame. too. And it's he, a shame. I mean, he was he looked good in the playoffs, other than, obviously, that last drive. Costing them Kansas, the game, Kansas yes. City, but... Yeah, probably getting cut now. I yep. think this is a big message to him. Like, yeah, yeah. you see what happens. Look what you did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was, what, Look like what a third-round pick? I yeah. remember him because he was pick 69, so I'm pretty sure that makes him a third-round <laughs> Evan is a child, <laughs> lest we forget. Um, I mean, he was, he's been a rotational guy. He's like the third, third guy in the rotation there. Yeah. You have to imagine uh, Miles Murphy slots in above him day yeah. one. Yeah, this is definitely an upgrade there. 
All right, so Miles Murphy gets first round draft capital. That definitely makes us feel good for IDP. Where does sorry? Yeah, just, I'm just thinking aloud again because I'm. But yeah, just playing them inside too on like passing downs. I mean, they're they're interior pass rushers. It's BJ Hill, DJ Reader, but you know they're not going to be available every single snap. So yeah, kick them inside. Murphy inside. Let's go. I think we have enough info to kind of rank these what, top three or four edge guys. Okay, how do we do it? I mean, obviously, Will Anderson won. Will Anderson won. Do we feel I'd probably Tyree, Tyree Wilson? Tyree at two, two is nice. Still. Yeah. That feels good. And then is Van Ness uh, three? Straight up to draft capital, Van Ness three. I mean, you'd rather have Murphy. You'd rather have, Murphy. you'd rather have Murphy? Interesting. And then mm-hmm. Van Ness. Yeah. Okay. McDonald is not even probably still on the radar. Probably you want. I feel like Van Ness has an easier path to immediate production, mm-hmm. but Miles Murphy, I feel, is a player who has a longer or a better long-term outlook. Yeah. Interesting, because that's I've been trying to figure out. I think Anderson goes first round. And rookie drafts. Yes. So my question I've been trying to figure out is what IDP slot into the second? Because I think these linebackers go in the second round. I think Jack Campbell could sneak into the first in some leagues. I think in a 12-team league, he's probably still going with an early second-round pick somewhere in that 201 to 203 range. Are any of these edge rushers sneaking into the second round now. I don't think so. You don't think so. I think you're going to I think you're going to be able to Even get Even a Tyree Wilson, you don't think. Ty- okay, Tyree Wilson, yes. I think right now I'm seeing like uh so Will Anderson, Jack Campbell, Tyree Wilson and then like if Drew Sanders gets drafted here pretty soon or one of these other linebackers gets drafted here pretty soon, I feel like maybe those would be like your second round pick. I still don't feel like people are going to be people are going to be maybe a little scared of Van Ness. They're going to look at the college stats. Same with Miles Murphy. Like these I think guys Murphy did, and Van Ness probably go third round. These guys like didn't blow you yeah. away in the box score, right? And that's what a lot of people are going to start looking at and stuff. So I, I feel like it, you it can really get really depends on the other players available. I mean, yeah. there are so many rookies that have yet to be drafted that mm-hmm. absolutely will be drafted in the second yeah. round of yeah. rookie drafts. Looks like we have a pick, Evan. Yes, we do. Who do the Saints select? So the uh, the Saints drafted Brian Brzee. Ooh, oh, that's a good pick. okay. Back-to-back Clemson guys. Back-to-back mm. Clemson guys. I'd say most mocks probably had him going before that, Yeah, from what I saw. Yeah, let's see what the consensus was. They had him going at 30, so this is right in line. They had him going one pick later. Do we think so, this is the injury that pretty much set him back for this year? Cause yeah, I guess so. What was the injury? Thought it was ACL. Oh dang! But he, yeah, because he had well, he had it last year, and he came back very slow this year. I mean, you could see it. He looked very, very slow out there to start the season. Um, but he looked, he looked better. He looked more up to speed by the last three, four games. And I forget which game, one of the last games we, who they were playing, but he really got a chance to, to highlight and showcase himself. They were running them all out there, playing them on the edge. They were playing them interior, the, as many snaps as they possibly could. Basically, just that, yeah. Hey, you know we're gonna do right by you as a top top tier guy for us and highlight your your abilities here before uh, before you move on to the next level. Yeah, yeah, that's a really interesting pick. Like former five star too. This guy he was like a top recruit um, coming out of high school, and it's funny his his uh, draft comp um, in the the PFF draft board is Nathan Shepard, uh, who he'll be playing alongside now. Uh, okay. In New Orleans. <laughs> so uh, that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, man, New Orleans needed the help. I mean, it, yeah, it's Nathan Shepard, it's Malcolm Roach, it's Kalen Saunders uh, in the middle there. They were desperate for some interior help. Yeah, it looks like he had a torn ACL, surgery on his shoulder, and a kidney infection. Uh, apparently missed a lot of games. 
What's is, the re-injury rate for kidney infections? It's pretty high. It's about 100%. <laughs> uh, I hate to see it. Uh, the ACL injury was in 2021. It was not paired with other knee injuries. Should have a better 2023 season. Um, so, yeah, there you go. 25 a, games. He accumulated 51 tackles, 15 tackles for loss, nine sacks, and one forced fumble. Tested very well. 6'5", 298. Mm-hmm. 4'8", 6'40", 9'6", 1 RAS score. What do we think IDP-wise, John? Does this move the needle at all for you? Yeah, I, I like the spot, actually. I mean, especially DT-required leagues, I, I would prefer Brazil over Mozzie Smith. Yeah, um, makes sense. Uh, yeah, I think he would be the, the number three defensive tackle. I still have Kalijah Kansi at number two. Obviously, Jalen Carter won. Um, Is he the David Anyamata replacement? Is that what they're looking at him yeah, as? Yeah, okay. Yep. I try, to, I try to think through, like, okay, we lost this guy to the Falcons with our old defensive coordinator. So Mm -hmm. we try to backfill that with this guy. Yeah. Okay. Pretty good defensive tackle class. Yeah, it really is. I mean, that's the fourth guy that's gone in the first round, right? Mm -hmm. Not too bad. So Uh, two quick questions. I wanted to note, I guess just one question. So, so we've got the Eagles on the clock now. Um, Brian branch, Nolan Smith, joy Porter jr. All still available, but we haven't talked a whole lot about the, impact on malcolm rodriguez and i i feel like there are a lot of malcolm rodriguez managers out there who who want to know is he is he bench guy now is yeah, he kicked of, out or a lot of hbo Alex subscribers Angelo? a lot of hbo yeah. subscribers <laughs> a lot of hard knocks loved fans. hard knocks yeah. yeah i mean he was uh you know he got his opportunity early on in the season and then like they scaled back his snaps you know so as a fifth round pick it's you do not want to ever see something like that i think he was a fifth round pick right yeah, and they, so then you, you his tires huge. Chunk yes, right. they did. <laughs> yes, and so then you bring in someone like Jack Campbell. It's, it's not good. It's curtains. It is curtain it's, it's for Rodrigo. Gotta, Drop that guy. Like it's it's time. I mean, you, you hate to see it because Rodrigo was a fun story, but he got gassed up too much in IDP. Mm-hmm. People were really overinflating this guy's value, and uh, he's it, a fifth round pick. It doesn't work out. It for tells picks you a lot. what you need to know that they brought back Anzalone and then drafted Jack Campbell. Yeah, they are telling you what they think of Malcolm Rodriguez. Great the story, though. It's Special me. teamer. I'm those managers. I'm oh. the one. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. We thought Malcolm Rodriguez could be the low key to uh, Thor, but <laughs> alas, I did. I took him no. in a few of those best balls. Yeah. You know, I mean, he disappeared. Just in like case, you're feeling yes. pretty stupid right now, aren't <laughs> in, you? In case this didn't happen, <laughs> yes. but of course it happened of because course, he's a fifth round pick. That's what the other guys, Alex Anzalone, Jack Sanborn. Anyone? Yeah. I mean, these. We, we got to stop being so dumb at some point. As well, we are so dumb. We are so stupid sometimes. As a people. Oh, my goodness. And the Eagles have selected Nolan Smith. There we go. In classic Eagles fashion. Truly. This is an Eagles-style draft right here. Seeing the same comp for, for Nolan Smith for pretty much every single draft board. It's a sonratic. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so they just got two of the same guy now, essentially. Um, can't keep getting away with this. I know, truly. It's the Jesse Pinkman meme. Um Jake, what do you think about this one, man? This seems like a pretty nice little landing spot. It, I got to say, I'm surprised he went this far down, especially compared, you know, when Will McDonald went uh, all the way up at 15. But, I mean, obviously, I think the big story in leading up to this was his combine, right? Like, yeah. he just absolutely showed out there. Um, I, I, I love what he put on tape. I love um, just his speed um, and his bend around the edge is just insane. Like, he... His hand technique and his ability to flatten around there is 
it, it's insane, right? And and I, they, they're not going to be able to double team because now they have Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis and Fletcher Cox in the middle. I mean, they're, they're just not going to be able to line up with all these guys again, right? And they still have Josh Sweat. They still have Hassan Reddick. I mean, it, it's just going to be, what do they always call that with uh, the Giants back in the day when they won the, the race car package, when they just sent yes. out OCU Manora. Um, the NASCAR package. And just... just just flying all these guys off the edge, just nonstop at them, and, and they're probably going to be competing for you know representing the NFC in the Super Bowl again because of these types of picks. So you'd love to see. I'm sure the Eagles are thrilled. Nolan Smith was the tenth player on the consensus mock draft to the Philadelphia Eagles, Jesus. and they pick him up at the end of the first round. So yeah. that's how you do it, John. It's how you do it, and I mean, just kind of thinking about this defense a little bit. Would it be crazy as Nolan Smith is a smaller edge guy, right? And he may not have a lot of experience playing off ball linebacker, but do you think they use him a little bit at off ball linebacker? I could see that. Absolutely. Right. I've heard other people talk about that as well. Because Nicholas Morrow, Nicobe Dean, that's it. It's not great. Davion Taylor is getting recycled. Sure. I think, uh, who's the guy that does all the projections? Is that Mike Clay? Yeah, right. Had Davion Taylor as the leaning linebacker for the Eagles. He had Van Geekle as like the leading edge guy last year. Too. So, wow. take it with a grain of salt. For the, for the Dolphins, sorry. Yeah. And Nolan Smith, like he was, for a guy his size, was a really good run defender uh, for Georgia. Like he has some impressive strength to him. Like it, I don't know how much that would translate to being like a full-time edge in the NFL, but if you maybe, maybe use him as an off-ball linebacker, that could be kind of interesting. And he had some really great plays in pursuit on the backside of run plays yeah. too, right? So you look at something where if he's playing that weak side off-ball linebacker, I mean, that's something where that type of skill set or, or success can translate over, right? So I think that's a, a great call, Josh. And um, it'll be interesting if, who they have at defensive coordinator now that Gannon went to Arizona. It was a, it was yeah, a, it was the next guy that came up. Um, like their defensive, I have like a list. Oh, yeah, we, we can look it up. But, yeah, so it'll, it'll be interesting to see where they line them up, you know. Nolan Smith may be faster than linebackers, too. Four, three, nine, forty. What a beast. <laughs> this is the guy that went banana land at the combine, right? Yeah. He had yeah. the crazy broad. He had the 41-and-a-half-inch vert, 9.23 RAS score. And also, yeah, he wasn't productive at Georgia, but that's a common theme with every single person that's from Georgia. Yep. You know? That's just, just too good. It's the reason they have their defense or – Hell, all their defense gets picked year in and year out, seems yep. like. So this is just a team Sean of freaks. What'd you say? Sean Desai, sorry. Yes, the new defensive coordinator in Philadelphia, right? With uh, the, What was the tampering thing with Jonathan Gannon? I don't know. Basically, the Cardinals' new GM interviewed Gannon while they were still in the NFC Championship oh, or something. Okay. Sooner than they were supposed to, so they resolved it by making some kind of trade. I don't understand how that was a resolution or what... That was opposed. Yeah, to it was weird. They were just like it was like yeah. they were like a fantasy. It was like, all right, we'll just yeah. sort it out amongst yourselves yeah. and let us know what the resolution is. <laughs> Usually on tampering, the NFL steps in and like takes away a draft pick. You know, what? that never happens. Yeah, uh, to and on over there <laughs> <laughs> as he looks at the camera side eye. Uh, so the Kansas City Chiefs here. Do we think they are going wide receiver? Honestly, I'm I not I'm not as confident in that as I was. Before, I mean, if we look at what they did last season, I mean, obviously they won the Super Bowl, but what was their weakness? I feel like their weakness was maybe they needed some more pass rush. Maybe they could have used some help in the secondary. Like, Patrick Mahomes moved the ball down the field, and at this point with the remaining wide receivers, like, there isn't a significant enough gap between Josh Downs, Jalen Hyatt, 
Cedric Tillman, Rasheed Rice, Marvin Mims. I mean, all these guys, it's like, is there really that much of a difference between getting a guy here versus getting a guy in the second versus getting a guy in the third mm, versus a guy like Brian Branch? There's only one Brian Branch. And you can only get him here, and he's not going to be available at your next pick. Not to say that they necessarily need a Brian Branch, but, I mean, Joey Porter Jr. is still available. Yeah, it'd be nice. Well, they lost some wide receivers, though. Juju's yes. gone. Well, yeah. Yeah. And uh, you also lost Miko Hardman. I, I don't necessarily so, consider those major losses. Sure, they, they probably soaked up The Chiefs really don't have wide yeah, receivers that you would qu- qualify as major losses, though, right? Justin Ross waiting in the wings. Yeah. Sky Moore. Yeah, Sky, Sky Moore. Moore. We're just waiting for that. Hey, uh, we can still get that Hendon Hooker to back up Patrick Mahomes. I was going to say, the, the, yeah. the need was backup quarterbacks. It's his boss that's right. saying yeah. that. Yeah, it's true. Was you it? think you want to comment about? Yeah, what do you know, John? I like Hendon Hooker. That does. But yeah, I, he you does. know what I think? I, like, I actually kind of like the reasoning, and that's not just being a PFF homer, but like if something were to happen yeah, yeah. to Patrick Mahomes, like Season you don't want to use um, Blaine Gabbert. As, yeah. as the starting well it was um, out, instead of having Hendon Hooker as your backup quarterback what if you had Will, Will Levis. Levis as your backup quarterback <laughs> that's true <laughs> yeah. but the thing is I mean what's his face that just retired played in the freaking playoffs because Mahomes what anything is banged possible. up his knee right yeah. so it's like and also, Mahomes stays very healthy but god you got to have somebody better back there yeah. yeah and also if you're gonna go edge like at this point who are who are your best edge guys right and it's just kind of fau thinned out quite a bit it, it right? got picked over in the yeah. first round well these last and these last two picks right yeah they were right there yes like right murphy nolan smith would have been amazing yes for Kansas City. Yep. yes and now you're kind of looking at like yeah, nice. uh, felix your, your boy uh on a daike uzama right and that <laughs> on, was on a dookie that was definitely correct <laughs> Where's Adam? I, He's on a dookie. I kind of, <laughs> I kind of favor uh, Derek Hall a little bit. I kind Derek of like Hall's him. Yeah. So I mean, but that's what you're looking at at this point, right? Yeah. So it's all these guys are like, well, maybe Keon Hall, BJ Ojolari, uh, who sucked at the combine, yeah, four nine three RAS score. Yeah. What about Keon White's there, but he's sitting in the green room just. <laughs> yeah. I like yeah. Mike Keon Morris White. a lot with Michigan uh, Mozzie's teammate. Uh, I felt like he had a really good uh, last year here, and I thought he would be. Someone potentially could come in and make a difference in the edge position year one. So, yeah, Yeah. we got to love Jack Campbell getting that draft capital because the mock draft database has him at number 43 overall. So, yeah, Yeah, no one's homeboy had a glow up. No one saw their stock improve more. Yep. Yeah. Uh, BJ Ojolari is at 44. Uh, Yeah. Um, FAU sitting there at 41. Keon White's at 40. So, uh, I mean, they have Jalen Hyatt, uh, Jalen Hyatt here at 31 to the Chiefs. So I think your wide receiver kind of premonition wasn't too far off. But uh, we'll see what they do here. It is wild it's to me. Definitely a linebacker. Yeah, don't, don't, don't you do that, John? Can you imagine Dayon Henley and we lose one of our other <laughs> oh beloved babies? Bobby, I mean, what if they get Michael Mayer? Yeah, he lost Nick Bolton. He lost Jameer Gibbs. He lost. <laughs> Dayon Henley. Zach Charbonnet would Bobby's be awesome. Done. Yeah, Bobby's dead. I mean, not in, not if you're an Isaiah Pacheco manager, but, right. you know. No, they should have been ready for that. And again, Michael Mayer to back up Travis Kelsey. I mean, yeah, that'd be that fun, be too. Nice. Yeah, I mean, how Kelsey many times like, have we seen a Noah Gray or Joe, what's his face, Fortson touchdown or something like that, right? Like, there's too often so for my fantasy yeah, yeah, exactly. Enough of that. <laughs> that is enough. While we're still waiting for the Chiefs, I, two things we can discuss, I feel like, at some point tonight. One is kind of leave managers with something to consider as they go into day two. Like, you know, here's some, you know, teams and situations that you should be looking for, but also which team tonight relative to what we expected, just given the draft capital that they had, which team improved their situation the most. I feel like obviously 
Obviously, we have to say the Eagles because they didn't really have to trade up and they got all the players that they needed to fall to them. I feel like they're they're an easy call for their win yeah. the draft, quote-unquote. They moved up for Carter, right? Yeah, but like one spot. Yeah, it wasn't much. I would say the Texans. The Texans gave up a lot, but you came away with arguably the two best players in the draft. Yeah. You came away with C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson. I mean... Yes, uh, C.J. Stroud, C.J. Stroud, yeah, C.J. Stroud and, uh, and Will Anderson. If you're D'Amico Ryans... I mean, you got to be fired up. You got a six year deal. You got your quarterback of the future. You have some decent receiving options down there. Uh, you're building a defense. You got all, you know, the, one of the few blue chip guys in this draft now. So I think, yeah, Texans, Eagles are the big winners. Yeah. So we, those are the two teams that had two, two first round picks. The other two being the Lions and the Seahawks, who probably didn't look as good, especially the Lions, right? Getting a running yeah. back and a linebacker in the Lions, first round. Yeah, blew it a little bit. That, I'm not I'm not a fan. I think they could have gotten both those guys. Maybe not Gibbs later. Uh, but I mean they had another pick, what, at eighteen? They, they could have gotten Gibbs there. They, they could have if they really wanted Gibbs. Yeah, again, I think the move for them would have been taking Carter and then getting yes. getting Campbell. That would have been money. Yeah. And I just and I am the a big fan of the Seahawks getting Witherspoon and JSN. I like I I don't know if we spend enough. It's not time great for fantasy, but JSN. but for their team, that's really sure. good. Yeah, it's, yeah. I don't, they're big winners in this. I don't want him to be viewed as the backup to Tyler Lockett. That no. offense doesn't have a number three wide receiver. He will slot right in and be able to transform that offense into yeah. something that can run three wide receiver sets. But he is he he's so good. And Geno Smith, they want to make him their franchise guy. I feel like I feel like that is going to do wonders for their offense. I mean, the Lions also had the thirty fourth pick. The third pick of the second round, mm. you probably could have gotten Campbell there. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I love Campbell getting the first round draft or, capital. Or Don't Gibbs get me there. wrong; or you could have taken Drew Sanders. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But both their picks felt like pretty big reaches. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yes, both uh, of them positions that are not that important. No, in NFL. that you could have gotten later in the draft. Just kind of odd. Yeah, go. Maybe, maybe it was the character stuff. Maybe, maybe the character stuff with Jalen Carter scared him off to the point that they did not want to take this guy. Yeah. I think Jack Campbell just being Dan Campbell's son. Really That's true. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Yeah. Is there a being a nepo there? baby has really done wonders for Jack Campbell's draft MCJC. stock. MCJC. That's another point. I heard it here first. Folks. I mean, that's gonna like Campbell's gonna automatically like this guy just because oh, yeah. they share the same last yes. name. Like that's just a fact. They eat the same lunch. You might not even notice why. Yeah, right. I like this guy. Exactly. I love you like a son. Yeah. Did he have kneecaps in his lunch pail? Did Kyle? Yes. He needs to bring a lunch box with kneecaps in it there next time. Um, yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, like that great draft day moment. He's like the son I never had. You already have a son, Dan. <laughs> yeah. You don't love him either. Oh, gosh. What do we got? We got a pick, Evan? No. Wait. Hold on. The, the clock is up. The pick is in. Well, Where are your all sources? I get is Will Levis did not get drafted in day one. Oh, man. But that's not news to me. So yep. Sauce Gardner did longer. reach out and said, God doesn't make mistakes, <laughs> Will Levis. <laughs> but maybe you did eating a banana with a peel on, you freak. Uh, yeah. That we makes did, sense. We did get Stop. We did get it. All right, Jake, what do we got? Yes. The, I think it's the the Horned Owls, F-A-U, Felix, and Aduke Uzano. There we go. There we go. Okay. Right. Nice. So now Edge really is George Karloftis' yeah. legacy? That's a great question. That's a great I'm scared. It's, it's, a, it's a fun tandem. But yeah. that's uh, Frank Clark is gone now, right? Yeah, Clark who cares? As we know, He's a, Frank Clark, equal sign ass, yep. according to John. <laughs> 
So now you slot season. in in the regular season. Yes, yes. in the in the playoffs, yeah. he becomes oh, uh, yeah, superstar. You know, yeah. yes, <laughs> yeah, becomes yeah, transcendent. Frank Clark is gone. Melvin Ingram is gone. I, they brought in Charles O'Menehue. Um, who I do like. I think he is a good mm-hmm. pass rusher. But I mean, yeah. wasn't uh, Carlos Dunlap on this team as well that last was, year? Was he was. was thinking of yeah. Melvin Ingram. Yeah. So. All sorts of guys, I feel like, have been those guys off are this all roster. old as hell. Yeah, they were just filling. They were just plugging a gap. Yeah. They've got to get some youth into this team, and yeah, that's what they're doing. So I mean, FAU. I mean, and Carl Loftus was also into the first last year. I mean, that ended up being a very good pick. Yes, Again, Kansas City is one of those teams that they are very good at evaluating talent. Um, and this is a good situation. I mean, you also get to play alongside Chris Jones, who yes. is maybe uh, the arguably the first or second best defensive tackle in the league. Yeah, when you don't let pass rushing wise, Patrick Mahomes make the pick and, and come away with Ceh at the mm-hmm. end of the first, I think the Chiefs Man. have a pretty good track record. You could have had Jonathan Taylor. Yep, DeAndre Swift. Yeah, <laughs> although he seems stop trying to make Swift happen. It is not going to happen. But let's wrap things up, John, with FAU. This edge group was absolutely pick clean. FAU is the last of the bunch to go to the Kansas City Chiefs. What do we think of the landing spot, the impact for IDP? You like this move? I do. This one I like. Um, again, another one of those uh, landing spots that fits that fills a need. And I think Anaduki Uzama, uh, as far as this class goes, like had a pretty decent pass rush repertoire. He had a lot of different moves, whereas a lot of these guys, Lucas Van Ness, Tyree uh, Wilson, um, even Will McDonald, they were all kind of these one-trick ponies. Um, and where Anaduki Uzama had at least had a few different moves that he can bust out. He looked good doing it. Uh, 85.2 career pass rush grade, 17.34% win rate, uh, decent pressure, pressure rate at 13.9%. And it was good run defense as well, 77 um, run defense grade this past season. So um, there's there's a lot to like about him. He, I think he's on the smaller side as well. He, well, 6'3", 255, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Solid. Yeah, so he's he's a good player. I, I, there's still, again, not a finished product. None of these guys are, but um, I think he's going to get an opportunity there. There's 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 room. 873 RAS score. Uh, look at, the, at him as a sophomore, though. 12 games, 50 tackles, 14 tackles for loss, 11 sacks. That is as a sophomore. So we love to see that early production. Also, one of the younger prospects in this class. He is 21.3. So uh, yeah, I think that's tied with Miles Murphy for youngest edge guy. So yeah. Very nice. Pretty nice. It makes me interested that the Chiefs put their stamp of approval on this guy. Kansas City knows what they're doing. They do indeed. So let's talk, boys, about rest of the weekend. We got rounds two through seven coming up on Friday and Saturday. So obviously we know Drew Sanders is lingering out there. We're going to be curious to see where he goes. How we mentioned Trenton Simpson, Brian Branch. Are there some other guys that you are looking forward to seeing where they go? John, I will cue you up first because there's a certain linebacker I'm thinking of that you are Quite a fan of. Yeah, Ivan Pace Jr., um, big fan of him. I know he's on the smaller side, but if you're looking at linebackers that can kind of do everything, um, and and he can make up for that size with his speed, his quickness, unreal blitzer. He has all the moves to to win at the second level and at the line of scrimmage, as long as the team can get over him being a smaller linebacker. And having no athletic measurables, being the ghost. Being the ghost. As we know. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, which team is going to be investing in him it will be interesting i i I think he's worth a second round pick 
I don't know that he'll go there, but that's where I'll be keeping an eye on for. You want him to go day two? I do. You're you're excited for the possibility of Ivan Pace Jr. being a day two pick. Yeah. Addy, what about you? I mean, obviously Drew Sanders. That's yeah. who I'm most curious about. Uh, I mentioned uh, Derek Hall. I, I like him quite a bit. Uh, Brian Branch, Antonio Johnson. Uh, Dorian Williams is a guy that I'm really interested in. That's my guy. I'm curious yeah, this round uh, to see where this this guy ends up. Those Mega the, producer at Tulane. Yeah. Very interested. Yeah, still some really solid guys out there for IDP. You know, these will these will be guys that you can get in your I think fourth and fifth rounds of your draft and undrafted. You know, I mean, kind of interesting, John. We saw zero safeties mm. go in the first say, round yeah, of the NFL draft. Brian Branch didn't go. Yeah. Um, yep. I thought for sure. I mean, especially Philadelphia. I thought they had a yep. really nice, a really neat, like a big need there, and it would have been a nice fit. But yeah, tomorrow. So I mean, that kind of that kind of drops him probably. I mean, I don't know that is he going to be a third round pick. I think we talked about that on the Sig episode. Like, is yeah. this someone that you're willing to spend a, a third uh, round pick on when he did landing spot capital? will still dictate that, but no, no first round capital is is worrisome. Yeah, it's not it's not a like a you know, check a uh, checkbox in his favor. I'm going to yeah, put some money on Sydney Brown as the first safety team. Oh, but you can't log in. You can't log into your app because you're in the States. Get down to Portland. <laughs> no, it's just, I, gotta get back I think to it's just the States. Oh. I think he's, I think he's blocked out because he's in the States now. You can bet for him. Get down to Portland. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Evan will make the bet for you. There we go. Um, all right, Evan, what about you? Who are you looking forward to seeing where they go over the next couple days? Yeah, there are a couple things. First off, I think I already saw the Steelers GM run the card up for tomorrow to uh, draft Joey Porter Jr. with the next pick. But <laughs> There we go. I mean, Brian Branch wouldn't be a bad pick for the Steelers here either. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they have quite a few needs, not just that. There's there's plenty of players that, that they would benefit from drafting, and I'm just saying that as a Steelers fan, you know, wearing my Tua jersey. Um, the Cardinals with the immediate next pick, I am sure that they're very disappointed in the sheer volume of edge rushers that got taken near the end of this draft. Because if you go back and you look at, at the remaining options at edge, I mean, I got to scroll down a little bit, but but we've got, um, hey, where are we? Where are we? Uh, Tuli Tipulotu. I practiced this one earlier, but uh, Adito Miwa Adebuare, BJ Ojolari. I mean, we've got Keanu Benton on the inside. Keon White, who is uh, still probably sitting at his table at the draft. He's absolutely falling asleep in that green room. Him and, and Will Levis are just sharing cooking recipes with each other. Just crying sure. on each other's shoulders. Yeah. Um, Putting the mayonnaise in the coffee. Yeah, just eating the banana with the peel on. And it's, 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 it's a double-edged sword here, because on one end, it's like these guys are, are clearly not in the same tier of talent as the players that have been taken in the first round, which, by the way, Jake, quick shout-out to, to our episode again, not to pat ourselves on the back, but... You guys are spraying your elbows over there. We talked about seven edge rushers on that episode, and seven edge rushers were drafted in the first round, and it was those seven. So I I think we... uh, You guys nailed it. We kind of crushed that. Nicely done. But that also means that the remaining guys are just not at that same level. So the Cardinals, unfortunately for them, are not going to end up with as quality of a player, assuming that that's where they go with the second pick, which is entirely possible that they don't do that. But if they end up grabbing somebody like that, are we going to elevate them by situation? Maybe a little too much because they're just going to step in into a role day one, but perhaps maybe they don't have as much talent. Uh, that's that's a more nuanced conversation than I think we have time for tonight. But just scrolling then down to the draft board, I mean, we have the Rams with their first pick of the draft. They have needs literally everywhere. Um, I mean, and there are, there are plenty more opportunities for, for good landing spots as we scroll down here. Um, looking at the Colts, I mean, what are they going to do at safety? Are they going to roll with Nick Cross? Are they going to roll with Julian Blackman? 
I hope they bring in some wide receivers. This what are they going to do at cornerback? Ronnie Thomas. Yeah. This is this is a place where you got your quarterback. We desperately need some juice on offense. It's Michael Pittman. I mean, that's really it in terms of the wide receiver room. I mean, you brought in Isaiah McKenzie. That was your big splash in free agency. It's just not getting it done. You let Paris Campbell walk to the Giants in free agency. So, I mean, what does this team have on offense in terms of playmakers besides Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman? I want to see us. Uh, we could use tight end. We could use wide receiver. I want us to address the offense. We could use offensive line help. Hmm. So, I'm not looking defense right now. I want to build around the quarterback. You've got the guy. Give him some weapons. Give him some protection. I think this team was close to leading the league in sacks last year. So let's get this guy some offensive line help. We should mention, yeah, you hit on some of the early picks there. Steelers, Cardinals, Lions, Colts, Rams get their first pick there at 36 overall. Seahawks, Raiders, Panthers, Saints, Titans. So... Be very curious. I think Brian Branch probably goes in that first swath of, of guys taken. I think Drew Sanders probably does. Joy Porter Jr. Mm-hmm. probably does. So some of these positions that didn't get picked over in the first round. LB1, definitely Jack Campbell, though. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. He's the big winner of the night, right? Is there anything we- that could possibly happen that would sway us from that? Like, Is there any potential linebacker that could land anywhere in the second or third round that would that would change that? So like if... Trenton Simpson lands with like Buffalo or something like that. Maybe that starts to enter the conversation, but still, I'd prefer. What if the Steelers draft a linebacker right here with the next pick? Uh, uh, there's just too many people that are solid yeah. there. Cole Holcomb and Lander. I know they're not there long term. Sure, Roberts isn't, but that'd be a fine spot. I mean, yeah, that'd be a fine spot. I still, I mean, no one's gonna beat Jack Campbell. I yeah. think like Houston would have threatened for it at 33, but they're not in that spot anymore, right? So. I was going to say, I was looking to see if the Texans had a second-round pick, and they don't because of the trade up. So That's true, and it would have to be like uh, Henley sure or Simpson. Totally okay or, yeah, and it's absolutely going to be Do Drew, we think- Drew Sanders to, to the Cardinals now at 33. Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be awful? But now they're moving Isaiah Simmons out to nickel corner. They've got Zavin coming off the edge. That's so maybe right. they need a linebacker. <laughs> maybe so. To go opposite Kaiser White. Yeah. People do forget. We talked about this on Twitter today. But, I mean, J- Zavin Collins, the dude is like 6'5", 260 pounds. I ran his RAS as a defensive end. It was 8.99. That's beautiful. So, I mean, nice. he just needs probably more opportunity. I mean, he shows that he can, he can, he can do some things when he's given the opportunity. It just... Um, Maybe not. Uh, maybe he needs the Hassan Reddick treatments, where it's like, let's not have this guy be a stand-up out, you know, off-ball linebacker. Yeah. Let's get this guy coming off the edge, where he's uh, more explosive. Yeah. Now for IDP, I mean, I want him still to be a, a standard linebacker too, some, you know. But yeah. third downs and yeah, let him loose off the edge. Yeah. There let's we get, go. Let's get three hundred pass rush snaps. Maybe that'd be that'd that. be solid. That'd be great. Three hundred. John's like what? No, I don't have them calculated for that much. You idiot. <laughs> All right, so, Jake, who is the player you are looking forward to or players that you're looking forward to seeing where they land over the next two days? Uh, some of the big ones have been hit for me already. I'm, I'm with Macri. I'm all aboard the, the hype train for Ivan Pace. I feel Interesting. Like you guys have got me very intrigued by this guy now. Yeah, I, I would love to see him just somewhere like even like the Rams, I feel like would be um, really interesting to see how they would use him there. Oh, God. Um, oh, God. That would that would be amazing, right? So I, I that that's a big one for me. Um, obviously, some of the other names, Doreen Williams, is another big one. 
Uh, I guess all right. We, we talked, no safeties went, uh, jail Skinner is a real guy for me that I've been, um, kind of really eyeing up a lot here. It was one of those big body box type safeties. And, um, I, I just loved how fluid he moved at times, right. And how he was able to change and shift directions playing in that, in that space closer to the line at times. Um, he did have a torn pec injury coming into the combine, but I don't know that, you know, he's really going to give him uh, a high draft capital chance, but um, one of those ones where, you know, if he gets a chance maybe in the late third round or something, uh, be a great late dart throw in the, in those fifth rounds or something like that. At least uh, for me, like I said, one of those guys I'm really trying to, where he ends up. Yeah. It's interesting, John, that it seems like a lot of the offensive guys had their draft stock uh, for fantasy football, hurt tonight by landing spots. Did any IDPs have their stock drop after their landing spots tonight compared to what you would have expected coming into the draft? Did anyone fall? I guess the only one that comes to mind, like I think Nolan Smith, I think he would have been, well, I thought he was going to be one of the more like highly coveted edges, mm-hmm. um, but I guess that size thing really did yeah. knock him down a bit. Um, so I'm a little bit, curious to see how philadelphia utilizes him especially with so many edge rushers there already um i mean you know Derek barnett we'll see if he's healthy but obviously josh sweat and hassan reddick are very good brandon graham was very good there i'll I'll, i think he's one i'm a little bit concerned about just for for usage i'll i'll see i'll I'll be really interested to see how they use him but i think if he would have went in that top 15 um playing a very clear edge role. Uh, if it would have been Green Bay or something like that, I think that would have would have helped him a lot. But um, yeah, I guess I just I guess I'm a little bit worried about his stock. All right. Miles Murphy maybe. Miles Murphy, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, there it's not, you know, a, an immediate starting opportunity for him too. So yeah, that that that's another one. Um Jalen Carter. But I do up I down still, at all. Yeah, I would have preferred Jalen Carter go to a better situation. Yeah. I mean it's yeah. it's great for real life and it's you know it's it's ridiculous it's 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 excessive yeah there's too much we need you to stop philadelphia I mean, you're hurting us punishment you really do i mean i would like to i'd like to see him go somewhere to where like he has a chance to like get like 60 to 70 percent of the snaps i just worry that may not be a possibility with all the talent there but he's yeah. so good too like he's i think he could be effective even on his like, exactly that's yeah. what he was at georgia right like, exactly georgia rotated their guys heavy and, and he's I mean, just like a beast you saw last year you know i mean all those guys a mm-hmm. javon hargrave had what 11 sacks yeah they had four guys over double so, digit sacks i mean if you're looking for like the javon hargrave of that mix it would be jalen carter yeah out of that group now yeah. so agreed all right gentlemen well this was fun we got to get out here and react to the back mm-hmm. half of the draft Jake and Evan were tipping picks for us. It's an it's a deep IDP class. I mean, there were so many people we didn't talk about too, like Noah Suell, like Servase Dennis, uh, Isaiah Foskey, Byron Young. Yeah, right. The song guy. The song guy. <laughs> the Marvian Overshone, like right. Yaya Diaby. I mean, Isaiah McGuire, Nick Herbig. There's a decent amount of interesting I feel like you just pieces. Wanted to say these guys' names. I was gonna say. Adam I did. Absolutely, just wanted to say Savasia Dennis again. I did. I Travis Hodges Tomlinson. Yeah. The name. This is an all name Truly, class. Though, those are solid like prospects. So all those guys are like above average, like well above average athletes. All of them are decently productive, good PFF grades. So I mean, it seems like a pretty solid class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy Robinson. Jimmy, Jimmy. Jordan Battle. <laughs> 
lot of fun names, boys. Brian Tree Branch. <laughs> Just reading on the list. Yeah, can you tell it's eleven oh seven? But leaves distant cousins. Yes, <laughs> they are definitely distant cousins. That's a dad joke that t- tells me we're done, boys. We're cooked. That's right. That's it. And we need to go be tucked into bed. Cut that out if you would. I would absolutely not do that. <laughs> got a lot of work to do on this one. So, but thank you all for listening. We really appreciate y'all, appreciate y'all spending time with us. We really enjoy getting to come out here, get together in the Sode Shack, and react live to the back half of the first round. We will be back on Saturday night doing the best and worst landing spots pod. So that will be a lot of fun. We'll be able to talk about all these guys that we really haven't had a chance to talk about tonight. So be sure you check out that one as well. And uh, we're going to show these boys a good time, Addy. Absolutely. Yeah, it'll be, you know, we'll have a few days to let this stuff marinate. Yes. And we'll think better on, you know, we our, our takes could change easily. That's right. In a few days. Except Jack Campbell, Ever. number one. That's right. That's Jack changed. Campbell, no matter what. Yeah, I'm not going to change. You know that. That's right. My takes are perfect. Some, some may, though. I'll, you know. <laughs> some weaker men right. may change their takes. But I'm still drafting Jalen Rager. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Gentlemen, thank you all for joining us. You traveled all across North America to be here in the Soda Shack tonight, and we sure do appreciate it. You really and, do. Uh, we'd like to you know, maybe make this a yearly tradition, get the guys down here. I hope so. Yeah, for the draft every year. We don't scare them off. Yeah. You know, yeah, that, that's a possibility. That happen, I think there's sure. already been some terror in the eyes uh, watching us interact before we got on mic. Hopefully none of them fall into the ravine. We're going to be playing some golf this weekend. So. Yeah, it could be a little treacherous. Yeah, we're going to try and do our best to take care of them. We're going to take care of them. We're going to get them back in one piece. Yeah. But uh, thank you all for coming down, blessing us here in the Soda Shack. Y'all enjoy the rest of the NFL draft. Enjoy the weekend, and we will be back with you all on Saturday with best and worst landing spots. Until then, y'all take care, and we'll see you soon.